Salutations. Welcome to Podmortem. I'm Renee Hunter Vasquez, joined as always by my co-host, my husband and my brother. Hi, I'm John Paul Vasquez. Hi, I'm Travis Hunter. This week, we are recording live from some attic insulation discussing the 2009 found footage horror film, Paranormal Activity. This film was written and directed by Oren Pelly. Filmed in 10 days without a script in the director's own home, Paranormal Activity gets creative with its scares. Despite its short runtime, this film establishes a story that would go on to spawn an entire franchise. This film was recommended to us by friend of the show, Gonzalo Miramontes. He's always been super supportive of the show, and we thank him for the recommendation. So, what did you guys think about Paranormal Activity the first time you saw it? I don't actually remember the first time that I seen this movie, but... I do know that I've seen it quite a few times. I like it. I don't love it, but mm-hmm. I mean, it's a, it's a good movie. I'm going to be JP <laughs> and say, uh, it's all right. <laughs> it's a movie. It is a movie. I There are some neat ideas. I remember the first time I saw it. If I'm not mistaken, it was at the movie theater. Mm-hmm. It might have even been with you. I'm trying to remember that as well. Yeah. Because I saw it at the movies for sure. Well, then we might so be maybe. telling the same story. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I remember thinking it was okay. My issue, which we'll get into in a minute, mm-hmm. is the marketing of the film. Okay. Really pissed me off, but mm-hmm. I don't want to start off on a bad foot. So yeah. what, did, what did you think of the film? Me? Yeah. Um, I The first time I saw it, I really, really liked it. I feel like it just does a really good job of ramping up tension. Mm -hmm. And so if a film can do that and make me like, what's about to happen? (laughs) Um, I really appreciate it now having said, and the thing is, I I don't love it either. I really like it, but I've seen it about 20 times. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know how, but it happens. (laughs) I don't know why I've seen it so much. Well, it's it's bite size. It's really short. It really is. You can throw it on and just kind of enjoy it. That's true. But taking that tension away, knowing what's going to happen, it makes it, you kind of see it. It's just like, Oh, this is fine. You know, but that first time I, I really, really loved it. Mm -hmm. But (laughs) Yeah. I think, I mean, I think it's a mixed bag of being a very inspirational story mm-hmm. from the way that it was made mm-hmm. and then also kind of being annoyed at the way it was marketed. Okay. Just tell us okay. how the fuck it was marketed. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll stop beating around the bush. Please. Here's the thing. I, and marketing never, in my view, makes a movie good or bad. Right. Either the movie's good or the movie's bad. How it's marketed is just an outside thing. Mm -hmm. Right. But this was really marketed as like the indie film that could. But... (laughs) (laughs) Well, the issue was it definitely started out that way. Mm -hmm. Oren Pelly is like a video game designer at the Mm -hmm. time. He decides that he has an idea for a movie when he moves into a new house and he's like, okay, I'm going to make a movie. Like $15,000 budget or something. Right. Hires a couple actors, has, you know, a lot of Blair Witch influence. Yeah. Has, has them improv it and shoot it. Basically, he's just... He's just chilling. <laughs> kind of there. But, I mean, that's very inspirational. He gets the attention of Jason Blum. Jason Blum gets the attention of DreamWorks. And, and mm-hmm. Jason Blum is like, I'm not missing out on this one. Because yeah. <laughs> like we talked about on Blair yeah. Witch, he missed out on the Blair Witch Project and he's like, not again. Yeah. <laughs> but that's very inspirational. But (laughs) waiting for that other shoe to drop. I remember whenever this film came out, there was this big campaign of this thing called Demand It. 
And I don't know if you remember that. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah. You if you want it at your theater, you have to vote for it. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And they're like, if we get a million demands, maybe we'll take this thing nationwide. And you're like, oh shit, I'm a part of something. I'm like a grassroots. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but the reality of the situation was, according to The Hollywood Reporter, this film's budget may have been $15,000 in the start, but the marketing budget of this film was $18 million. Jeez. Oh, so you're you're looking at it and you're like, wow, this is the indie film that could. Right. No, it had a so, machine behind it. So right. I was going to say you go from being like, oh, I could do this to being like, no, yeah. the fuck I could. <laughs> Not at all. And I mean, and then they, they, of course, leave out a lot of the Steven Spielberg stuff mm -hmm. of how he saw the film and he got them to reshoot stuff. And yeah. You're like, well, maybe this isn't as this, this indie darling that I thought it was. Right. You know? So, I mean, of course... It's a bait and switch for you. Is yeah. What you're yeah. And, of course, they marketed it as the scariest film of all time. And mm -hmm. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I didn't want to break your stride when you said that you don't think marketing can hurt or help a film or whatever. Uh -huh. For me, that hurts a film. I think yeah. it... it saying, no, yeah. This is the scariest thing since <laughs> The Exorcist. You know goddamn yeah. yeah. well. <laughs> that That like, is no, not true. Not. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, then I'll, I'll amend. It doesn't change the film but it does influence your expectations definitely uh but yeah that rubbed me the wrong way but not enough to where i'm like all right now you now you really got to impress me movie <laughs> <laughs> so you're saying that they changed they made them change scenes in this movie yes sir steven spielberg watched it and he and in fact i read an interview with oren pelly right that he wishes he did not change the scenes that spielberg told him to <laughs> now wow yeah which is very interesting to me. Yeah, where's that? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I was I gonna say I would be very interested to, to see, see the that. original. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well. Well, I know about the original ending that we can, I guess, talk about at the end or whatever. Uh -huh. Right. Because I had this on DVD. Yes. And they had the theatrical ending and the alternate ending, both of which we'll talk about. Mm -hmm. But they didn't have that original ending that Oren Pelly liked. He said more than the other two. Like, it wasn't even on the DVD. Spielberg's like, get that shit <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> out of here. <laughs> I'm like, damn, that's... What was it? We'll, we'll talk about talk it. Yeah. Oh, we'll talk all right, all right. <laughs> now, before we investigate this film, we would like to issue a warning for spoilers. Podmortem is a very in-depth podcast, and in thoroughly discussing horror films, we have no choice but to spoil a thing or two. If you don't wish to be spoiled, please go watch the film, then come back and enjoy the show. If you've already seen the film or don't care about spoilers, then let's press record. So the film opens with a card from Paramount Pictures thanking the families of Mika Sloat. That's Mika, not Micah. I disagree. I know. <laughs> <laughs> Mika Sloat and Katie Featherstone and the San Diego Police Department. All right. I have a problem with I was that. like, you are already <laughs> making a face. No, the only reason... <laughs> <laughs> the only reason I have a problem with this is because of what happens in the film. Are we really to believe that Paramount Pictures would put themselves in the middle of this PR nightmare of, yeah. of having <laughs> released yeah. this film? Put asses in the seats. Spielberg yeah. himself. <laughs> you know? I, I feel like they should have said the filmmakers or the producers or the distributors, the distributors right. of this film you know they that's, can't even yeah, say yeah, film yeah. that's <laughs> that's fair but like there are no credits so i'm sure they just wanted to get it in there somewhere they're like we need our name yeah front yeah. and center who distributed us us <laughs> <laughs> but the film opens i guess properly on mika played by mika sloat 
holding a camera and looking at himself in the mirror before answering the phone and then heading to the front door. His girlfriend, Katie, played by Katie Featherstone, pulls into the driveway and we get a card that reads San Diego, California, September 18th, 2006. Now, they're clearly very well off. Um, yeah. Okay. We, spoiler alert, we're dealing <laughs> yeah. with a lot of paranormal activity in this. And the Wait, what? The, <laughs> the most unbelievable thing to me was this house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'll it's, allow. It's really nice. It's it is. so yeah. fucking nice. The thing is, is that I read that they actually filmed this in Oren Pelly's yeah. house. Yeah. His literal home he lives yeah. in. Yeah. So it's like, I, he didn't need to make films. That no. was No, you're fine. Yeah, that was a passion project, <laughs> yeah. which I do respect. Uh, the thing that was crazy to me was that uh, I had read, I think it was on IMDb, that DreamWorks wanted to come in and change the whole cast and redo the movie. That is kind of infuriating to me. Yeah. I, I read in the LA Times the way that they got around that. Right. It was, I guess, in their contract, Jason Blum and Oren Pelly that before they allowed the remake to begin production, right? they're like, we have to show this film one time in a theater. And DreamWorks was like, all right. And so they showed it, and then it scared the shit out of everyone. Yeah. And so they were like, all right. Okay, I guess we do have something here. <laughs> but like redoing it with more famous people, doesn't that... I mean, I'm, I'm sure everyone knows going into this that it isn't really real. Right. But like that take that completely takes you out of it. Yep. What if you see like no I uh fucking what's her uh I don't know <laughs> I don't know any you actors never watched <laughs> yeah. I confession I've never seen a film in my life <laughs> I was Jessica you know Garner is that a person Je- no <laughs> <laughs> Jennifer Garner right yes there we go there you go I was trying to think of who was popular in 2006 Jessica Garner was the it girl of 2006 I think she won best actress that year <laughs> <laughs> my point is. It's- <laughs> it's already unbelievable, but seeing a face that you know that you just saw on a red carpet last week, uh-huh. it makes it even less believable. No, I, I'm, I'm with uh, your sister on that. Honestly, that's, that's what stupid. Like that's, I think that's what kind of got me in the movie. Uh-huh. I like that. There's no like Joe Pesci or whatever, or Jessica <laughs> Garner or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that Joe. So, I think Jessica Garner was less <laughs> random. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what i mean no. i feel like i like that that these aren't famous people you it, know it's like that's oh fuck that's a normal person mm-hmm. or i can believe that's a normal yeah person. it's same thing with the blair witch project that's exactly yes. what i was gonna yeah. say yeah. it allowed for the suspension of disbelief mm-hmm. right rather than an a-lister yeah promoting it on conan yeah <laughs> i was thinking conan oh, that's well. so weird. <laughs> but the the crazy thing to me is that in that same interview Jason Blum had said, he's like, look, I understand that if you watch this movie at home, it's like your kid made it. And he's what? like, but if you watch it in a movie theater, it's a whole experience. And I'm like, you're producing this movie, dude. Or yeah. he's like, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> what? It's like, I'm a grown ass man. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, when you think about it, I'm glad that they stuck with this. And I'm sure they are, too, because this yeah. was so profitable. Oh, yeah. It made something like $200 million off of whatever the budget was with the marketing <laughs> shit. <Yeah. laughs> but that's insane. And that I guarantee that if they tried to Hollywood it up, that entire phenomenon of this film never would have it happened. It would have nope. fallen flat for yeah. sure. Nope. C- can you imagine fucking Arnold being Mika? I think you're the <laughs> only one imagining <laughs> 
<laughs> what well, decade no, that, are you stuck in? I'm, I'm seeing an Ethan right, Hawke. Uh, look, hey, yeah. look, I'm a little uh, older. Patrick right? Wilson. <laughs> Patrick Swayze. No, okay. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying, if DreamWorks would have like tampered with it and done that, how fucking ridiculous would this have been? It wouldn't it have been, been bad. I just do want to remind you that this was made in 2006 <laughs> and not 1986. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fucker. <laughs> But back to the film, Katie's home, and she is immediately taken aback by the size of Mika's new camera, asking why he didn't just get a little handheld one, because it is fucking huge. It yeah. is. <laughs> but she comes inside, and he films directly into her face with the light on, Yeah, which is a habit that he does not get over during the course of this film. I guess they're really trying to paint him as an amateur. <sighs> okay, I- you're blinding your girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> The crazy thing is that (laughs) he, Mika, legitimately the person, Mm -hmm. filmed the majority of this movie, much like the Blair Witch Project. Mm -hmm. They handled the cinematography mostly. (laughs) But the thing that gets me is that he follows the rule of thirds a lot. (laughs) So he does know what he's doing. Yeah. Yeah. Just needs to turn the light off. I read that he actually worked for his university's, like, news department and did a lot of the filming there well and Oren Pelly had to tell him to try to muck it up more to make it look less professional <laughs> yeah. this looks too good he's <laughs> turn on that light yeah right. <laughs> but she asked him how much he paid for the camera and he deflects trying to get her to kiss him or to kiss the camera yeah and then she finally just kisses him but Mika says that he thinks it will be interesting to capture whatever paranormal phenomena not activity Activity. Uh, (laughs) is or isn't happening in the house so already we're like okay yeah but he admits that he spent half of what he made today on the camera which i i guess is a lot i can't argue i mean rich as fuck (laughs) (laughs) but i guess to add to his character a little bit he films katie's butt as she walks upstairs as he says that he's making dinner tonight i guess he is horny this entire film he is. yeah <laughs> let's just get that he out of the way horny on me <laughs> he is like that's really his only defining characteristic he makes a lot of money and he's very horny <laughs> but we come back up in the kitchen and the camera is like propped up facing him while he cooks Mika explains that the camera will be running on them and if something happens it'll be in the perfect position to capture it He tells her that once they get it on tape, they can figure it out and act accordingly. But he pantomimes slicing a throat with the knife that he's using to cook. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So there's a couple things there. One, does he actually think he can murder a ghost like that? Well, he's a ghost buster. Ah, (laughs) There you go. And we're in the 80s again. (laughs) (laughs) But the other thing is, I swear to God, I hear a fucking like knife sound effect mm-hmm. yeah. either that or he's Mika Winslow <laughs> Is I think we're back in the 80s yes, with that. Yeah. we're it. really hitting our target <laughs> audience somehow but I didn't know if I was just mistaken or if they actually added that in post they probably did yeah. that's weird though right it's a found footage film <laughs> right they go so far to use no music yeah, yeah. so don't use sound effects well soundboard <laughs> <laughs> he's just like boing, 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 boing. <laughs> but he says that if it's one of the neighbor kids who is obsessed with her peeping in the window that'll take care of it so i guess he's slicing the throat of 
a child. A child. <laughs> <laughs> is this a problem? Like common? Yeah, I know. One right? of the kids obsessed with her is what he said. One so, of. One of. <laughs> There's a problem on this block, but. Katie pours them each a glass of wine and tells him that unless that neighbor kid has been following her since she was eight, she doesn't think that's what it is. So we're little, getting uh, little crumbs, yeah. little expositional crumbs, but it cuts again and comes back up on Mika, still in the kitchen, baby talking the camera and asking if it's okay, if it has enough batteries. And Katie laughs saying that he's supposed to be in love with her, not the machine. And they flirt and eat dinner. And I'm again, I'm I, this is characterization, I'm mm -hmm. guessing. But like if this was put to, because if, if this was filming constantly, they this isn't all that they taped, right? This 80 yes. minutes of film. Yeah. Some of the stuff that they left in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Paramount Pictures yeah. quote unquote, would have left in. Picked this right. uh, above all. And no offense, but I know that they're both basically improving this film. Right. I feel like she does an excellent job, but he is no Colin Mockery. Well, not Colin Mockery. <laughs> Let's just put it that way. He he spent his talent on the camera work. He's like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he spent his talent points. It's like a fucking <laughs> that was RPG. It? Yeah. But later, as Katie crafts on the couch, Mika runs a sound check and decides that the microphone was worth the money. Their interaction during this, you know, we kind of see their dynamic and they are a cute couple. I didn't hear her. No. no. <laughs> you didn't hear her? No. Barely. Yeah, barely. And he's like, like oh, this is great. Yeah. This microphone works. Oh, well, when she was speaking lowly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, maybe should have. How much did you? Are you yeah. going to make tomorrow? Yeah. yeah. You can how much did you make today? <laughs> yeah. But later, Mika looks over at the stairs and then over at Katie, who's crafting at a table now. <laughs> Asking her if there's anything she can do to make stuff start happening. She tells him she doesn't want it to happen. So no, she doesn't know of anything she can do to start it. But if they catch it on camera, that's great. She's not going to try to make it happen, which already I'm like, there's a discrepancy here yeah. between obviously what he wants and what she wants. But I feel like there is a discrepancy between what she wants moment to moment. Because I feel like she... I don't, I don't think so. There's a lot of moments in this movie for me where I'm like, you should be a lot angrier right that'll, here. That'll you should be you. a lot less yeah, angry here. Yeah. Like That I'll give you. And I, part of me wonders because I did read that this film... This... Okay. Not only was this film improv as we said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. For the most part. It was also filmed out of sequence. I, I can see that. And I feel like that really leads to a lot of problems that could arise when you're not, you know... I my my issue with the seeming continuity of scenes and days and whatnot is Katie's clothes. Right, <laughs> right. I get pulled out a lot because I'm like, especially later in the film, and I'll point it out. There's a key scene where I'm like, this bitch would not have gone up there and changed her clothes right now, and then come back. To, like, <laughs> yeah. it's it's odd because I feel like she wears eighty outfits and right. he wears one. <laughs> <So> <laughs> it's it's odd, but. Is that a commentary on just dudes? I yeah. guess. <laughs> he's wearing the, he's doing the brundle with the. <laughs> Einstein. Yeah. He's like, I need five of the same shirt. Doesn't he tell her, wouldn't it be sweet if we can catch it on tape? Yeah. Again, this is their, they want two different things. Right. Right. But we'll see more of that yeah. later. <laughs> okay. But yeah, like you said, he's like, well, if we did get it on film, you know, it would prove you right and she's like well you believe me right and he's like yeah but yeah. <laughs> she doesn't look very convinced 
that right there, I was kind of like, all right, I see what's happening here because he didn't. He's just like, sure, babe. Yeah. You know, and I was like, come on. But like for being so gung ho about it, you would think he would believe her. But in that moment, he's just kind of like, yeah, of course I believe you. Uh, But he's. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's like, come <laughs> on, dude. You you could clearly see that something it's bothering your yeah. old lady. You know yeah. what I mean? You see that she's afraid or she's mm-hmm. whatever. It's like, what do you? And you believe her enough to buy the camera? Exactly. Yeah, we wouldn't have a and movie if you didn't believe her. Yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. <laughs> God damn it, Mika. But that night, Katie knits. She's very crafty. Oh yeah. Um, but she knits while Mika is like playing his guitar on the couch. And she tells him to stop playing it because she hears a weird sound. They go to investigate to find that it's only the ice maker in the fridge. And Mika seems disappointed, but says it's going to come out when they're asleep. It's like, cool. Don't yeah, do that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't put that on me, Ricky Again, Bobby. Yeah. Again, what the fuck, dude? Again, this works in kind of a, um, like a misdirection kind of a way, but... Whoever was editing and putting this together, I don't feel like they would have put this in. Unless you're making a film. <laughs> yeah. Unless you're making a film. I think that's the issue is, I mean, I don't know, because when you look at the Blair Witch Project, it seemed like everything that was in was integral. Yeah. Like there were parts that, you know, of them hanging out at the campfire and stuff like that, but that's integral. Yeah. Be- well, because you don't just want them running and screaming for yeah. the entire exactly. movie. Yeah. So, but I mean, there's a lot of moments. There are scenes in this film that we'll get to that I'm like, oh, you didn't need that at all. <laughs> <laughs> there's a there's a couple. There's a couple. <laughs> but afterwards, he films his guitar saying he wants to show everyone this beautiful instrument, but then turns the camera to Katie saying he's talking about her, not the guitar. He tells her he likes her feet and tries to talk her into doing a strip tease for the camera. She reiterates, no, no, no. And he finally stops. And by finally stops, I mean he stops right now because he, does, he, yeah. he doesn't stop pushing for this. <laughs> well, let's see where it's going. <laughs> <laughs> we come back up on Mika trying to find a place to set the camera up in the bedroom. And Katie suggests that he put it facing their bed and the hallway behind it because that's where they heard the footsteps. They try it out and it works. So is this when she's, I guess, unmaking the bed? Right. Are they called throw pillows because you throw them off the bed every night? I don't. What's the point of these I things? I would never <laughs> throw my pillows on the floor and then put them back on my bed every day. I don't know what she's doing. I don't think this is her bed. <laughs> I'm I'm just confused why she's unmaking the bed to get into the bed. Every, yeah. every pillow I have uh, is necessary. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're all on the team. Yes. And she throws the comforter on yeah, the floor. Too. Too. Okay. I don't know. That's all. I was like, damn. I was like, maybe this is what rich people do. I I need my blankets. We have floor blankets and floor, you know, what the fuck? I don't know. I'm too poor to understand. (laughs) But Mika suggests that they use the camera extracurricularly and is shut down. He's trying it. He he is. He sets up the camera. Katie sets the alarm on the house and they settle into bed. We get a title card that reads night number one. September 18th, 2006, and it's 11.24 p.m. They kiss and cuddle, and it fades to black. It comes back up at 2.08 a.m. We hear banging, and Katie stirs in her sleep. There's a point when she says to Mika, it's looking at me. Then? Yes. I did not catch that at all. On night one. (laughs) 
<laughs> but I didn't. I couldn't tell because her tone was almost like it's looking at me. Like I'm like, why are you being so playful? Yeah. <laughs> well, what is it? What is she talking about? Uh, great question. <laughs> All great questions. We come back up on Mika filming Katie first thing in the morning before it cuts to him setting the camera back up onto the tripod. Katie comes in to ask what he wants for breakfast and then leaves only to quickly ask if he moved her keys last night. He grabs the camera and rushes down to see that her keys are in the middle of the floor instead of on the counter where she left them. Not the keys. Not the yeah. keys. <laughs> <laughs> Mika surmises that evil forces came from beyond the grave to move her keys and she just laughs it off. The other thing that kind of bothered me is I don't know if Paranormal Activity was sponsored by CoinNet. Coin <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was like, what the fuck is but that? It's like a good like 45 seconds. Yeah, the of, camera. <laughs> yes. Because yeah. his shirt is the focus for like a good a chunk. A long time. And I'm like, you kept this in? <laughs> I'm like, CoinNet yeah, gave you, you some did, coin yeah. is what happened. Unless that's the website he's killing it on. I, get, no, I don't I've, know. Mm. Because he wears that shirt the entire film. (laughs) (laughs) Next, we see them in their pool. Yeah, they have a fucking pool, too. I'm kind of not caring what happens to these people. (laughs) (laughs) But they kiss and joke around him flipping her off and her marveling at his maturity. Later, Katie films herself in the mirror announcing that a psychic is coming within the hour and sets off to see how Mika feels about it. Mika is clearly not thrilled about it and not into it at all. He says he found something that will make the psychic feel at home and plays a creepy, like, haunting horror movie score. I don't really believe in psychics either, but let the man do his thing. Like, just let him come here. He's Mika is just being disrespectful. Yeah. yeah, it's just rude. I wrote the same thing down. Yeah. I was like, I I get it, the whole psychic thing, but you don't gotta be a dick. No. You know what I mean? Don't he's coming over here, you know, to whatever. It's making your your girlfriend feel safe, whatever. Exactly. Cause I, I do believe yeah. in everything. <laughs> I believe in all that. And, and if you were acting like that, especially we'll talk about it in a minute when the psychic actually does come. Well, mm-hmm. I would be fucking pissed. Well, I'm not saying I don't believe. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Yeah. This dude. I'm saying anybody. Like, yeah. that's just, you're. Yeah, just be just cool. Rude. Yeah, be cool. You don't got to be all. It would have been fine if it just ended as like a joke a between, joke between the them. Two of them. <laughs> <laughs> but he makes some more cracks about the psychic giving him stock tips, which like, you don't need any Mika. Save I've that. seen your home. Yeah. Save it for the rest of us. <laughs> Later, they're in the living room waiting for the psychic and he makes another crack about the psychic being late. He should have been able to foretell that traffic was going to be bad. And I'd be like, that's enough. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Get it out of your system. But finally, the doorbell rings and Katie gets up and lets in Dr. Fredericks, played by Mark Fredericks. And Mika follows behind her with the camera, of course. They sit in the living room and Mika makes his little traffic crack. But Dr. Fredericks handles it I think pretty well. Yeah. He probably gets this every fucking day. I'm sure, yeah. But he pivots and asks Katie if he can get more information than what she had told him on the phone. We learn that she and Mika have been together for three years and are going to get engaged when Katie finishes school. And what I took from that is she's just going to school. Like, you're not contributing to this house. This is the house you have. Um, You're mad at her? What does Mika... No, not at her. I'm mad that they have this house. (laughs) (laughs) I'm 
proud of her. Uh, <laughs> I'm like, good lord. Good show, Katie. Yes. Go girl. But we learned that Mika is a day trader and Katie is gonna be an English teacher and that their relationship is good. They're both in good health and not on any medication. Dr. Fredericks taking all this into account surmises that more often than not, the things that she described to him can be explained away by mundane things that people just think are bigger when they're stressed, but nobody here is stressed. The skeptic in me loves that. Yeah. yeah. Because he's not like, you know, I then think this definitely- it's this yeah. and that'll be $5,000. Yeah. <laughs> he's not John Edward. Dude. No. Well, allegedly. Allegedly, uh, allegedly, allegedly. Piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> but Dr. Fredericks calls what's happening a haunting and confirms with Katie that it predates their moving into this house. She tells him that it started when she was eight years old. She shared a room with her five-year-old sister and she would hear breathing noises and wake her sister up, which I'd be like, this shit's, my name's Paul, this shit's between y'all. Let me sleep. Go back to, yeah. Go back to your room. Just rude. (laughs) She said there would be a shadowy figure standing at the foot of her bed, never at her sister's, but her sister did also see it. She described it as a terrifying and immobilizing experience. So I really do think that this is this entire psychic interview is a great vehicle for the exposition. Oh, yeah. I really would have preferred they left out that line from earlier because Mika would have already known that, right? Which line? The, oh, well, unless the boys are doing it since I'm eight or whatever. Oh, yeah. This would have been the perfect first time to hear that. For us to learn that. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. because it's literally an interview to learn these things. Yeah. Yeah. But. No, that's true. But Katie says that there was a fire in that house and nobody was hurt, but they lost all their possessions and obviously had to move. Dr. Fredericks asked if they ever determined the cause of the fire and she says no, but makes it clear that she's not necessarily saying that the fire had anything to do with the haunting. But the fire department never did find out (laughs) why it happened. So maybe. So maybe. She goes on to explain that from age 13 on, things occurred periodically, and now it has just started happening again in the last few weeks. Dr. Frederick says that if this is something that was in her house with her when she was eight, and another house with her when she was 13, and in this house with her now, that means it's something specifically connected to her, which is fair. Yeah. (laughs) Like he's not breaking any ground here. (laughs) (laughs) What? Yeah, he's not earning that money. (laughs) But we cut to her showing him in the kitchen that the lights in there have been flickering. The faucets turn on and off on their own. There have been banging on the walls and scratching sounds coming from the Mm -hmm. walls. Jeez. Yeah. You better start, whoever this is, better start putting in the bills. I'm saying. Water and electricity. (laughs) Because that's just inconsiderate. It is. We cut to Dr. Fredericks walking into their bedroom, which he immediately identifies as the most active room in the house. And Katie confirms it. Mika's yeah. like, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she tells him that it's here that she hears whispers. Sometimes they're unintelligible and sometimes they say her name. And Mika's like, maybe it's me saying your name in my sleep. Yeah. That Dude. pissed me off so bad. I And Katie has every right I, to just hit him in the head. I, and I want to apologize because there are men like this. Oh, my yes. God. But yeah, I was like, really, dude? Stop I'm like, it. Come on, Stop. man. She can't tell the difference. Is that what you're trying yeah. to say? And that's what she said. 
that would be him saying her name from over here, not whispering it into yeah. her other ear on the other side of the bed. You've lost all speaking but, privileges. <laughs> you're not allowed to talk for the rest of the night. But Mika hands the camera off to Katie so he can show Dr. Fredericks his setup. And honestly, at this point, I'd be like, I'm not I'm not filming this. Like, I'm yeah. not. I yeah. wouldn't. She's too good of a sport, I think. I'd already be pissed off. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He shows Dr. Fredericks the camera angled toward the bed to capture anything and the EVP recorder that's supposed to pick up any sounds. Katie tells him that they just started filming themselves at night. I'm guessing this is like the next day, right? Yeah. So Katie shows him their guest bedroom and bathroom. Yeah, they have a guest bedroom yeah. and a guest bathroom. Like two guest Dude, bedrooms. Yeah, and they're fully furnished bedrooms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I noticed that too. I was, I was getting like, madder and madder. I was like, the ghost just wants some of these digs, man. It's fucking sweet. <laughs> right, and I don't blame I him. Just get a room. Yeah, that's all I want. <laughs> Please. But she says the lights also flicker here. I don't know if I said that before I was overcome by, <laughs> by their layout. Mika asks if there's anything they can do to make these things happen. And Katie says that she isn't comfortable with that. She didn't even want to get the camera, which she already made clear. Like, yeah. don't show your ass just because the psychic yeah. is here. He's like, I have a buffer. Yeah. <laughs> so not going to yell at me when this dude's Mm-mm. here. You don't want to look rude, do you? <laughs> <laughs> but Dr. Fredericks explains that these hauntings feed off of negative energy. So any negativity will feed whatever's already happening. If that were true, my and I would ghost would follow me around <laughs> all the time. Like I'd be driving and they'd be directing you fucking are traffic. Yeah, there's no no, not not true. But <laughs> but Mika makes a joke about not letting Katie's mother come over anymore. Then and Katie just gives him kind of a shut the fuck up look. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the living room, Doctor Frederick says that he has built his career and expertise around ghosts. Ghosts are dead human beings. On the other hand, a demon like was never human. It's a completely mm-hmm. different situation. He tells her that this is not something he deals with. He <laughs> is uncomfortable. <laughs> and quite frankly, he senses that something is going on in this. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to say very quickly that this psychic is my absolute favorite character in the whole film. <laughs> yeah. A hundred percent. He only gets better as it goes on. He but- keeps it real. <laughs> I can't, dude. He goes on to say that no matter how long it may lay dormant, she can't run from it, which is like, you're just, what what, what else? (laughs) It is going to follow her. Something will trigger it and it is going to reach out. But he refers her to his colleague, Dr. Johan Averys, who is a demonologist. And that is an awesome name for a demonologist. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Mika's like, check this out. Like, I would go to your room. Yeah. <laughs> go to one of the guest rooms. <laughs> he proposes that they get a Ouija board, find out what it wants, give it what it wants, and then it'll just leave. If it was that simple, wouldn't Dr. Fredericks have said that? Yeah, just get a Ouija board, he would have said. Instead, yeah. <laughs> instead of this, I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> I, my first reaction, I was like, Jesus Christ, How dude. How dare you? I was like, you just heard this man say <laughs> this is a demon mm-hmm. let's get a ouija board right and katie i feel so bad for her because she's just looking at him like dude are you fucking kidding me you're ruining yeah, this for no. us <laughs> but dr frederick says that the problem with that the whole giving it what it wants and it'll go away is that what it probably wants is katie he says that whatever entity is here will interpret him playing with the ouija board as him opening a door for it 
He even tells Mika, like, do you understand what I'm saying? <laughs> I love that because he's like, I don't want any room no. for yeah. you to say that I we didn't. We all need to be on the same page. But after look, he like looks annoyed with Mika after mm-hmm. he's like, do you understand? Well, he can tell that he doesn't yeah. take this serious. No. He li- but I laughed because he looks super annoyed at him and then turns to Katie and goes, you're going to be fine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think he realizes you're going to be fine if he doesn't fuck yeah. it up. But it's just, it he, it wants Katie. It's it, You're going to yeah. invite it in. Da, da, da. You're going to be fine. <laughs> Don't worry. <laughs> it's okay. Don't worry. But she thanks him and promises to call the demonologist as Dr. Fredericks leaves. Before she can even shut the door, Mika is talking shit and she chastises him for being rude. So I just have a couple things there. Mm-hmm. Firstly, I respect this psychic because I did not see cash change hands. Yeah. Right. True. Because if we're talking, never mind. We don't have to get into my. <laughs> she Venmo him. But, yeah. <laughs> but the other thing that really bothers me, and it's to your point that you said, JP, she literally said that this was making her feel better. Yeah. And he, Mika, is just such a dick. Yeah, he's like, no, let me take a shit on it. It's literally yeah. making your girlfriend feel better about something that's bothering her. Mm-hmm. What is your damage? No, he sucks. Yeah, and and I'll get it out of the way now. I'll apologize because I'm gonna <laughs> complain about this guy a lot. But I that that is my one major gripe. Right. It's like, dude, you are fucking stupid. It's yeah. like, please offensively stupid. yeah it's like at what point are you like okay my girlfriend is uncomfortable uh-huh i need to stop you know what i mean i need to you know believe her clearly this is something wrong if, if she took the effort to yes. calling a fucking psychic into yeah. your home then this is very important <laughs> i can't and you're like well the traffic did he see yeah. that coming you're like shut <laughs> the fuck up mika how about a ouija board bro good lord why is all of his humor from like 84 because (laughs) he's like you know the traffic of the psychic he's like well my mother-in-law i was like what (laughs) (laughs) you know he's gonna be like take my wife please (laughs) (laughs) i'm just not a fan (laughs) but that night Katie brushes her teeth as she says that Dr. Fredericks gave them good information and she finally feels like she's not crazy. Like you said, just let her have it. Yes. She tells him that she's going to call the demonologist tomorrow and he begs her not to. He's already dealt with one of these people. He doesn't want to do it again, which that psychic dealt with you. Yeah. (laughs) Everyone in the room was dealing with you. Absolutely. But she tells him that if it gets worse, she's going to call. After she brushes her teeth, he asks again for some extracurricular activity with the camera. And again, she tells him no. He is painfully horny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did he, I feel like he made a deal with the ghost. He's like, look. No, the ghost was like, if you don't have sex soon, I'm going to kill you. And he's yeah. like, please. He's got to find a way to ask to where she's okay. Like, it's. I can't tell her that I yeah. talked to the ghost. It's, it's disgusting. It's too much. And she might say yes if you didn't ask her on the fucking camera. camera. I swear to God. While she's peeing in the next room, he does an impression of what he assumes the demonologist (laughs) to be in the bathroom mirror. And later, as they get into bed, Mika tries to call the light on the camera the standby light, but she catches him and makes it turn it off before they show each other the flesh (laughs) the camera comes back up so he gets to live right right? everybody's fine (laughs) the camera comes back up briefly for mika to inform us that she is an animal and i'm like 
why would you put this in here? Yeah. <laughs> With respect to their families. Their families. Paramount's My like, mom no, is watching. Leave that yeah. in. We need to know they banged. Yeah. Because otherwise. <laughs> you missed the whole point of everything. Yes. Along with his fucking mirror impression of the psychic. I know yes. I'm going back, but <laughs> I realized I just said, what is he from 84? I said 84 because that's JP's Twitter handle. I meant the 50s. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what is wrong with me. But that's funny because I was almost like, that's the year you were born. Yeah, <laughs> The 50s. I'm not that old. No. no. <laughs> but the camera comes back up as they're laying down to actually sleep. We get a card that reads night number three, September 20th, 2006, and it is 1231 a.m. We watch them as they toss and turn and the clock in the corner speeds up to 208 a.m. And I will say to get it out of the way because this happens a lot. I really like that. Yeah. yeah. The like time lapse mm -hmm. and they're just sleeping. And yeah, I like that because you're like your eyes are like, what am I looking yeah, at? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but at 208, the door slowly starts to close stops and then opens back up again the clock speeds back up to 6 14 when mika's alarm goes off and he gets up out of bed i really like that the door moved and then moved back mm -hmm. because if the door just moved and didn't move back to its factory preset condition <laughs> mika could just be like oh that's easily explained away yeah, yeah. whatever but having both it's a lot harder to just not, yeah no yeah not know. only that it makes you wonder how many times has this happened Oh, shit. If we it, just got the camera. If it goes yeah. back to the way it looked before, this could happen every night. You know, <laughs> your yeah. eyes got big. They did. <laughs> Thinking about my door. <laughs> <laughs> that morning, Katie records as Mika shows her the video of the door moving from the night before. She's clearly shaken and he turns the camera on her and asks if she thinks she can get the ghost back so they can get more interesting footage. Okay, I... This is pretty early in the film, and this is the third time he's been like, can you make it come out yeah. again? Like, <laughs> My thing is, who is this footage for? I don't know. Yeah. Don't you know, know what I mean? Is he like, we're going to sell this to sightings? I don't know why I'm going back that sightings. far. Yeah. But <laughs> that's my confusion is I'm like, is it, are you trying to make a documentary? Right, right. Are you just doing this for yourself? The motivation is unclear. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but she tells him she doesn't want to make it come back. She just wants to make it go away. But again, she is super chill with his yeah. insistence that she can just yo-yo this ghost fucking back and forth. <laughs> and again, that's a problem for me that she is not as angry as she should be. Right. But, 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 but they've been together for three years. Maybe she's just used to the jackassery. She deserves better. She does. <laughs> I think we can all agree she on seems that. She's very nice. She does. She's cute. She is. And Mika's an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> Later, he's filming himself playing guitar when Katie screams from the other room for him. He starts to run for her, but stops, comes back, and grabs the camera. Yeah. Mm. I would be furious. <laughs> I would be so fucking mad. Well, you did just say he was an asshole. Yeah. Well, he sucks. <laughs> but she's screaming like something is happening right. to her. Mm -hmm. But when he gets there, he sees that she's screaming because there's a little tiny spider on the bathroom floor. And he zooms in on it. And she's like, did you really stop yeah. to get the camera? <laughs> I've never seen a spider like that. That was, no, that was a thick was looking thick. spider. Yeah. Thick with two seats. <laughs> <laughs> I would have screamed like her if I saw that <laughs> shit. But she films him picking the spider up and taking it outside. And again, what, Why? <laughs> what is this for? Paramount's like, no, leave. Yeah, leave it <laughs> in. Leave that in. 
Well, at least he didn't kill the spider. He didn't. I, yeah. And I honestly expected him to be like, boo, with yeah, that, yeah. Like, yeah. at her, and he didn't. But Even he has boundaries. Like, yeah. <laughs> but later, Mika films himself moving the door back and forth like it moved in the footage, and he's like talking shit to the demon as he's doing it. Mm-hmm. Is this part of your plan, or are you just doing random shit? And it's like, stop. It's cool when Shane Madey does it. Yeah. Yeah. But there's there's just something about Mika that doesn't allow me to enjoy this. I have I, well, I bring up Shane Madey later. Oh actually. well, there we go. Well, the difference is when Shane's doing it, nothing's happening. Also true. You know? Yeah. Shit, yeah. Shit's happening. And yeah. he's not ruining his girlfriend's life. Yeah. <laughs> just Ryan. Yes, just Ryan. Just Ryan. <laughs> but that night. Katie films while Mika lays in bed and he tells her that it can do one of two things. It can be one of two things. And he's reading, flipping through a book. So he's an expert now. It is like 99% pictures. (laughs) It's all pictures. (laughs) I noticed that too. It's like, what are you learning? But he says that it can be a ghost or a demon. And Katie says that Dr. Frederick says that it isn't a ghost. And she feels that whatever has been following her is not human it feels like a monster that wants to hurt her. And Mika's like, mm, well, sounds like a demon, which we have already established. Yeah. <laughs> he already said. <laughs> but Katie focuses the camera on pictures of the demons in the book, and they look badass. But <laughs> Mika explains that they're basically evil spirits that only exist to cause pain and just be evil for for fun. Right. Basically. So does he believe in this stuff or not? I don't know. <laughs> I because, couldn't tell. Yeah, I, he waffles. He does. Because he was just clowning the psychic, and then he's like, well, a demon is a non yeah, yeah. I'm going to clown the psychic, but then surmise exactly. Everybody has the same. <laughs> but Mika says that demons stalk people for decades and that it's a rare phenomenon that they're lucky to have caught on tape, but Katie is not as stoked as no. he is. Didn't she say something in the beginning about maybe he'll be able to catch something on tape? I thought she was like, if you do whatever, but... But I mean, pick a lane. Yeah, I guess. Because now she's like, this isn't a fucking joke or whatever. She didn't say that, yeah. but you <laughs> know what I mean? And at the beginning, it seemed more that she was open to what he was doing. But all that's happened so far is a door move. Well, but probably at the beginning, she thought it was a ghost. And then Dr. Frederick's like, nah, son, this is a yeah. demon. Maybe well, she's yeah. like, I'm not, I'm not... He's just speculating. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But the camera comes back up and Mika is holding it, talking to Katie. She tells him that she understands that this is new and exciting for him, but it's not new and exciting for her. If things get worse, she doesn't want to do the filming anymore and make the demon mad because it's dangerous. Well, yeah. But Mika flips it and reverses it, saying that he (laughs) has a little bit of say in this because she never warned him of this before they moved in together. First of all, no, he has no say in this. No. No, he doesn't have any say in this, but she could have said something. Yeah. <laughs> What's she going to put on her Tinder? Uh, 25 has demons. Like, well, I mean, <laughs> but like he said, maybe not on the first date, but maybe on the 50th yeah. date, maybe before we move in together. All right, I'll give him this one. Yeah, this but, one. Yeah, one. no, that's Mika, it. Yeah. That's all. Everybody that's gets it. one. <laughs> My thing on a technical standpoint is during this conversation of maybe like two, three sentences, there's jump cuts. <laughs> oh yeah i i noticed that and i was like what the fuck i was, I was like, like you what? really she couldn't say like three lines without you having to cut it and splice she's a youtuber yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but mika checks the windows and sets the alarm and we hear katie in the background say that that's not going to keep it out it can do whatever it wants whatever it is is already here 
and then it fades to black. It's really positive, isn't she? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only the best vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, he just said negativity we- <laughs> was bad. He said it was the worst <laughs> thing, but go off, Katie. So let's pour it on. Um, we get a card that reads night five, September 22nd, 2006, and it is 2.54 a.m. Katie wakes up gasping and panting. She startles Mika awake and he holds her while she explains that she just had a nightmare. I had the pear dream again. (laughs) (laughs) As she starts to complain about her head, we hear a slamming sound from downstairs. Mika immediately gets up and grabs the camera. Katie doesn't want to be left alone, so he hands the camera over to her and she follows him downstairs. They don't find anything. Back upstairs, Mika is like, that's all you got? Oh, my God. And she pleads with him to not do anything. But he goes back to bed and holds her and then it fades to black. I'd be like, you're going to need to leave. Like, yeah. We're not doing this. We're I not just, doing this. I don't understand why he's like, okay, I'll get macho with it. Yeah, I don't know. This yeah, is, it's not I, a dick swinging competition. The same. demon's dick is always bigger. Always. I, I thought the same thing. I was like, what is the point in you trash talking this ghost, None. demon, whatever? What is that going to do? Nothing. Is but this, piss it off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> is this film a comment on toxic masculinity? <laughs> yes. Because <laughs> it's working. But in the morning, after admitting that she's still creeped out by last night, we cut to Katie doing bead crafts with her friend Amber, played by Amber Armstrong. I wish like we learned that she had like a side business doing this or something, because there's a lot of bead work in this. Yeah. For <laughs> Maybe she was trying to get something Maybe. off the ground. She's like, if he can do get coin net, <laughs> no, I'm getting my bead store. I'm doing bead net. <laughs> <laughs> but Mika tells them he has to show them something. And when they don't want to go right now, he starts cursing at them. Yeah. It's a little, I mean, again, <laughs> toxic. Yeah. <laughs> it's he's just a bad boyfriend all around there's not there's very rare moments where i was like all right i see yeah, why. No. no but katie films as mika plays audio from 10 seconds before katie woke up from her nightmare there's whispering but he admits that it's not saying anything it's not even a language he recognizes but he feels like it's trying to communicate so he's gonna go get a ouija board what was the one thing <laughs> dude said one thing very seriously i don't yeah uh, he was like do you understand yeah. me too but, making eye contact he's like yeah. look at yeah. you but katie and amber immediately tell him no katie even cites dr frederick specifically telling him not to antagonize it amber's like trust me it's a bad idea i'm like i don't even know Who you lady. Are you? yeah <laughs> <laughs> so we'll start there you are a stranger if the fucking psychic doesn't work what do you think i'm gonna you're yeah. right but yeah she says that using a Ouija board is going to invite whatever it is in. And he's like, just let me do my thing. <laughs> Katie says that the camera is his thing. And if he brings a Ouija board into this, everything's over. She makes him promise that he won't do it. And he reluctantly promises not to buy a Ouija board. Let me ask you a question. <laughs> okay. <laughs> if you were having this exact conversation with JP and he said that, would you just take it uh, like that and that's it? Absolutely not. You would, you've known and been with him Absolutely for years. Not. You understand the semantic language. She says, promise that you won't do it. He says, I won't buy a Ouija board. Yeah. <laughs> that's not the same thing. <laughs> that's not what I said. Yeah, I it doesn't swear. work. No, no I go down the <laughs> gamut. Promise, you've tried. Yeah, it doesn't <laughs> promise work. Promise you won't borrow one. Promise you won't look at yeah. one. Promise you won't window shop for one. Promise you won't. If one is everything. in this house, yeah. we're through. Yeah, no, bottom line. 
That, this was her own fucking fault, to yeah. be honest. But that night before bed, Mika stands at the top of the stairs and goes full Shane Madej. Yes. He taunts the demon for not doing anything interesting for a while, even going so far as to call it worthless. And Katie tells him to stop and come to bed. I don't think a demon cares about their worth. Yeah. I, <laughs> Demons have self-esteem, don't they? Do they? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Just here crying yeah. from the other room. <laughs> Damn, dude. Just the cure blaring. From the <laughs> but we get a card that reads night 13, September 30th, 2006, and it is 3.13 a.m. We hear a thud that wakes Katie up. She sits up in bed and starts peering over toward the door. Mika wakes up and she explains that she heard a noise maybe coming from downstairs. Suddenly, we hear a loud screeching sound and then a louder thud. Katie immediately begins to sob and Mika jumps out of bed to, of course, grab the camera. Now, that's a great noise. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's very frightening. Very creepy. I was annoyed because Mika reacted like he just spilled some Kool-Aid in the bed. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, fuck. And then he gets up. I'm like, dude, that's the scariest noise I've ever heard yeah. in my life. That is a demon screech. <laughs> He's mad what you said about the what? worthlessness yeah, thing. He was talking shit. You he wanted was. him to do yeah. something. That's true. Like he's getting what he wants. Yeah. But they go downstairs to see the large and heavy light fixture in the living room swinging back and forth. They check the rest of the ground floor, but nothing seems amiss. They go back upstairs, but they start to hear the thudding downstairs again. Mika gets on the ground with his ear to the floor because that, that'll do something. And they finally settle back into bed. The noises are still going on. Mm-hmm. The next morning, as Katie gets out of bed, Mika tells her that this is great stuff and he hopes it continues to give them more action. She says that this is what worries her. He clearly is not taking this seriously. Maybe they should just stop doing stuff with the camera. He tells them they can't stop now that all this cool stuff is going on. (laughs) (laughs) You just look pissed. So again, at what point is this real? Well, it's it's undeniable at this point. But he's still wanting to fuck with it. I'm like, dude, when... I don't give a shit how old (laughs) I am or how bad (laughs) I think I am. If I hear some shit like that... Uh And a loud crash or something. I'm. I'm you sorry, go Mr. Look. <laughs> yeah, you go look. Fuck that. No, that's the worst noise I've ever heard in my life. And I do also want to point out that he has been wearing the same shirt for two weeks straight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll rewear a shirt, but this is no, excessive. Yeah, that's, that's a lot. <laughs> but downstairs, Katie surmises that it sounds like something big and heavy was dropped on the floor last night and that these things weren't happening before they started with the camera and meek is like it's fine (laughs) it's literally the only thing that has changed (laughs) later in the bedroom Mika uses the evp equipment to run a test he asks is there anyone here where did you come from do you have something to say in english would you be happier talking with the ouija board what's your quest what's your favorite color we hear him playing What's your quest? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's been playing Fallout. We hear him playing the audio back, and when he asks if it would be happier talking to a Ouija board, we hear a low growl on the track. Now, in all fairness, that low growl could have been him fucking with the mic, holding it. I don't know why he went from being Shane Madea to fucking Zach Baggins in like two (laughs) days. He's like, everything's a demon now. Like, what the fuck? Oh, my God. But he keeps listening to the sound over and over again and is like, yes, yeah. <laughs> you're saying yes. And it fades to black. 
that night laying in bed, Katie asks if he wants to watch a movie because she's too scared to go to sleep and she makes him put the camera away. So we get a card that reads night 15, October 2nd, 2006. It is 1.35 a.m. Katie sits up in bed and looks around. She stands and stumbles around a bit, looking like she's sleepwalking. Finally, she turns and faces the bed. The clock begins to race forward as she sways slightly with the footage sped mm-hmm. up. And I very creepy. I love how this looks. I think for me, it might be the most successfully creepy moment in the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because it's like, oh, oh my oh, God. No, yeah. I was like, wait, is it in there now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's my question. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> what about that? Yeah. It's a little early. I mean, we still got some movie to go, folks. And that's a, I never thought of that. Maybe he was just taking it for a test drive or something. <laughs> yeah. Do I yeah. like it? Can I do this? <laughs> yeah. or can, and I love you, but I'd punch you in the back <laughs> of the head. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing? No. Are you knocking <laughs> the demon out? Yes. yes. The power of right. Christ compels you. Right. If you punch hard enough, right? Throw it up. <laughs> <laughs> but she stands there from 136 to 330. Mika moves in his sleep on the other side of the bed. And at 3.30, Katie leaves the room. The camera comes back up on Mika searching the house for her. He looks upstairs and heads downstairs to find the patio door is open. He finally finds her sitting in a chair on the patio, still just wearing a tank top and shorts. And Mika says she's freezing, but she's like, it's fine. She tells him that she doesn't want to go inside and ask to be left alone. But she's like catatonic, and like dazed. After making it clear that she's not going back inside, Mika says then he'll stay out here with her and he's going to go get blankets. And I, I'm like, oh, wow, like, good. Yeah. You know, and then yeah. as soon as he's away from her, he's like, this is fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah dude, I, I swear to God, I was like, finally, a moment of sincerity from Mika. And then he's just an asshole. What a stupid well, bitch. Even when he's yeah. alone. <laughs> I was like, oh, now this is ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. I was like, come on, dude. Because you've got to go get your girlfriend a blanket and come back outside. Yeah. How dare she be cold yeah. outside? Like, <laughs> you know what's ridiculous? You, Mika. Yeah. How about that shit? I can't. But he does go inside to get the blankets. And he hears a thud upstairs and yells for Katie to come back in the house as he slowly goes up the stairs to investigate. Of course, going, who's there? Uh-huh. See, for me, I mean... I feel like we already did that loud noise bit a little more successfully a minute ago. Yeah. The night previous. And now it's just kind of like loud noise go boom. And we're just going to repeat. <laughs> yeah. Like, I feel like we're uh, kind of backsliding. <laughs> <laughs> but from the stairs, we see that the TV is on in their bedroom showing static. And I was like, they have a TV in the room. I, I yeah. never saw oh, it. You're right. Well, I guess it was on camera side. Yeah, I guess. But of course, when he goes into the room, nothing's there. He scans the whole bedroom only to be startled by Katie standing in the doorway. She asks what he's doing and he tells her he came to get blankets for her since she's sitting on the swing and she has no idea what he's talking about. She gets into bed and tells him that he woke her up before complaining that she's cold and then it fades to black. It comes back up in the morning as they watch footage of Katie getting out of bed and then standing next to it. She doesn't remember any of it. All she remembers is standing in the doorway and him pointing the camera at her and he details the night's events and she just looks stunned. Well, she's like, did I talk to you? I'm like, it's all on tape. Just watch. (laughs) (laughs) You tell me. Now, hold on. Yeah. He was already forwarding anyway. (laughs) He was. But in the kitchen, Mika tells her that since she doesn't remember, maybe this type of thing has been happening and she just didn't know it. She tells him that she had nightmares all night, but they were gruesome and she doesn't want to talk about him. 
She says that she's scared and he tells her they just have to not let it get to them. <laughs> I'm all about <laughs> positive thinking and good vibes, but hmm. motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> it's not that simple this time. Yeah. No. But he tells her that if they bring someone else in, it's just going to get worse. And I would like to see the receipts on this. There is no. I don't know where he's getting this from. He has no proof of this. No. No. But he comforts her and then it fades to black. We come back up at 7.33 p.m. and Mika presents to the camera, drum roll please, mm-hmm. a Ouija board. <laughs> he calls Katie down, who apparently is like excited that they're going out. And mm-hmm. he's like, no, like look at this. <laughs> but he calls her into the living room like she's going to be cool with it. Yeah. It's literally the only, I I know I said this a second ago, it's the only thing that they said not to do. Literally. Why does he think that she's going to be impressed by his word game? (laughs) I never said, (laughs) you know. Yeah, you didn't buy it, Mika. Poof, pal, surprise. she, (laughs) She immediately gets in his ass, telling him that he made a promise. And like you said, he's like, no, no, no. Yeah. I He's said like, I wouldn't buy a Ouija What you failed to realize, Katie. Yeah. <laughs> and then he turns into a genie. And just, <laughs> it's like, who the fuck? How dare it's you? Infuri- and what pisses me off is she's like, the best looking fucking Ouija board I I've know. ever seen. Yeah. I'm like, that's the ugliest Ouija board <laughs> I've like, ever it seen. It wasn't that great. No. But yeah, he borrowed the fucking Ouija board. But she cusses him out just the same. And she turns off the lights and says that she's leaving whether he comes or not. But everything's over now, including the camera. He follows her out with the camera still rolling. Yeah. (laughs) And shortly after they leave, we hear footsteps and the plants in the room begin to blow in the wind. It looks creepy. Mm -hmm. Now, those are some lead foot fucking footsteps. (laughs) I was wondering if maybe your upstairs neighbor is a demon. (laughs) (laughs) I think they might be. It's an apartment full of demons up there. Is that right? Yes. But... Let's get a Ouija board. (laughs) (laughs) Mika, no. The plan chat begins to move across the board by itself before the board fucking catches on fire. That's big. (laughs) And then it fades to black. But like, I didn't know that's how Ouija boards worked. (laughs) That if you just leave it, like he hadn't even started yet. He just took it out of the box or whatever. That's true. He put his hands on it. When he, he was talking to her, he put both hands well, on the thing. You have fucked why up he, now. Yeah. And that was something to, again, like I said, I know I'm shitting on Guy a lot, but <laughs> now this is your fault. Oh, 100%. Anything that happens after this, anything. You know what I mean? You yeah. left that there. Yeah. And gave dude what he wanted. Yeah. And I think the dumbest thing about it is that Katie just lets that she not only get it out of the house. Yes, yeah. yeah. Yes. She's like, I want that it, out of my leave house. Leave it on the table. Leave the yeah, camera rolling. Yeah, Let's no, go. No, we need no, to see no, what happens. No. no, you don't. You're yeah, pissed off, remember? Yeah, no. And then you're gonna go to a restaurant after this? Yeah. Or whatever you're I don't know what yeah, they're no, doing. No, it's ruined. The yeah. evening's done. The evening's yeah. the evening's yeah. ruined. But when the camera comes back up, it's eleven seventeen PM and Katie and Mika arrive back home. He shows her the board and she goes off. She tells him they're done with the camera and she's going to take care of this herself since he's not going to. And I didn't know what that meant. (laughs) Did she mean destroying the Ouija board? (laughs) I don't because she doesn't do anything. No. And what is he supposed to be taking care of? Like none of it. made sense. Maybe she means I'm going to call Dr. Avery's or whatever. I guess. But later, Mika gives us a close shot of the Ouija board and says that it looks like something drew on it. (laughs) 
He said it's the number eight equal sign equal sign <laughs> equal sign in a capital D. I don't know what, is what does that mean. <laughs> what ancient telling is this? <laughs> He's like, I heard you want to measure dicks. Yeah. <laughs> But he tries to call Katie down to decipher the message, but she says she doesn't give a fuck and slams the bedroom door. And I I know already, I've known Katie for, what, like 30, 40 minutes at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. I know she's, she doesn't want to go down there and help you figure out what the fuck this yeah, is. Yeah, not at You've all. You've been with this woman for three years. Katie, come, like, what? Yeah. I, I can't. I do, I don't mean to be a jerk, but I do need to point out that he may be the day trader of the couple, but she's definitely the actress. <laughs> yeah. Yikes. Because he... Hmm. She's really good, though. That's the thing is that the, there's this discrepancy to me because she's so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, could you imagine if the Blair Witch, Heather was the only good actor? Yeah. You'd be like, what? what? Yeah. <laughs> I, just keep her on screen. Yeah, all right. Kill yeah. the other guys already. <laughs> <laughs> but he brings it into the bedroom. And she tells him to get the fuck out. What don't you understand? (laughs) She is not trying to hear it. She throws him out of the room and slams the door. And he's like, wow, she's pissed. Yes. Yeah. What did you think was going to (laughs) happen? I just. She wasn't impressed by my word. (laughs) (laughs) This is the most like unlikable character I think we've covered in a while. (laughs) But it fades to black. Later, Katie ignores him in the kitchen until he finally asks what he has to do. She tells him to turn off the fucking camera, and he actually does. I'm surprised he didn't yeah. just turn it around. Yeah. That's a standby light. Yes. <laughs> He's Gail Weathers. He carries a purse now. Yeah. <laughs> but that night, Mika stands in front of the camera in their bedroom and promises to abide by Katie's rules and regulations of camera use. He promises not to offend the entity or betray Katie's trust again. And they lay down to go to sleep, which I, I he still got off too light. But yeah, he did. But I'd also like to point out uh, who is this for that we're filming? This yeah. Promise? Yeah. Well, I guess it's one of those things where like, if you fuck up again, I can literally show you that you promised. But like, I don't know. That's for us yeah. in the theater. Yeah, I don't to be like, that's funny. No, it's yeah. really not. <laughs> I don't know. But he's like, I promise not to buy another to the entity again. (laughs) And she's like, sounds good to me. Let's go to bed. At 1.41 a.m., Mika quietly asks her if she wants to know what happened with the Ouija board. (laughs) Why the fuck would you bring that up right now? That is a great question. Like, even I was like, are you serious, dude? It's like, what the fuck? Because he did watch the tape. Yeah. (laughs) He doesn't know what happened. God. Super chill. She says she just wants to forget about it and they go to sleep. That would have started the second wave of this fight because are you fucking kidding me? In all fairness, though, I do want to point out that what happened with the Ouija board is worse than the banging noise. It is, but now is not the time. Now's not the time. Yeah, I don't. I just feel like, I mean, it's dumb that he's bringing it up at this moment. (laughs) Yeah. But they are going to need to talk about this. No. In the morning, Mika watches the footage from the Ouija board and recreates the positions of the planchette from the footage. I think he called it a cursor, and I'm like, it's a planchette, dude. (laughs) Definitely didn't call it a planchette. (laughs) And whoever he borrowed it from is going to be pissed. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I didn't even think about that. I don't want it back. (laughs) Unless he just flat out lied and bought it. (laughs) Yeah. I wouldn't put it past him. Me neither. But later he asked Katie to help him figure, <laughs> figure out what the message is. 
It's like, dude, just stop (laughs) anything Ouija board related. But she sits down to help him. I don't get it. Um, He asks if she knows anyone named Dina or Diane. And she says no. He says it could mean nothing or it could mean something. (laughs) And he just... (laughs) And he just plotted it out wrong. Isn't that just every moment in life? <laughs> yes. Like, <laughs> you don't know till you know, but that's true about everything. <laughs> she says she doesn't care what it means. She wants it out of the house and it fades to black. Later, Katie and Amber sit on the couch talking about the whole situation. And Amber invites Katie to come stay with her because she's a better friend than me. <laughs> but Katie reiterates that it's not the house. It's her. So this bothered me. I was, <laughs> I was literally about to say... As I watched this, <laughs> I was like, that pissed tea off. Like, How did you just I, I swear, it's the little shrug she did after she's well, like, it's me. Yeah, like, she's I like, knew that not, was going to make you mad. It's not the house, it's me. I'm like, well, <laughs> first of all, you should be way more upset about this. You should be way more afraid about this. But the worst thing about it is we've already established this paramount (laughs) you know so if you want to cut a scene or two maybe this would be one to cut because literally she said it at the beginning that it started when she was eight yeah the psychic learned it from her when she told him that it started when she was eight carried on to 13 etc but now she's like no i need everyone in the audience (laughs) to know please understand it's me (laughs) we already know but she says that if she does go to amber's house it's just gonna follow her there so shining the brightest light in the world in their face. <laughs> They're cool the about camera. it. Yeah. <laughs> that is blinding. Like they have no features anymore. No. <laughs> Look like Slender Man. Mika-, <laughs> <laughs> Mika comes to say he has a plan. So nobody needs to worry about anything because all of his plans have worked out so far. Oh, yeah. He's a genius. So later, Mika films Katie as she comes to a compromise. He can do his powder idea, but if it doesn't help anything, she's calling the demonologist, which I don't know what it could help. I know the plan is not explained yet, but I don't, I don't understand. But he agrees to these terms. This goes into what I was saying at the beginning about... Her waffling? Yeah, just inconsistent. Like, you're not mad about the Ouija board anymore. You know, you're like, all right, well, powder could be interesting. Let's see what happens. no. That does not fit your character at all. And no. it, it would only make sense if they did film it out of sequence and she doesn't re- realize how angry she was. Yeah. You know? A minute ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, what the fuck? Stop. <laughs> Just stop. Stop. What do you mean if this doesn't work or if this, and how could it work? That's yeah. what I'm saying. What is it supposed to accomplish? But you you seen what just happened <laughs> the fire wasn't enough yeah isn't the fire a step oh, above wait i was gonna say shouldn't that fire be triggering since her childhood house burned down absolutely and the demon apparently likes fire and now he's doing fire again it's me it's right. me. <laughs> i don't know man but if this doesn't work <laughs> then yes then then Only we'll call then. the demonologist yeah. who knows what he's doing but Katie films as he puts baby powder down in the hallway at the top of the stairs and at the entrance of their bedroom. And he's very pleased with himself. (laughs) As they get into bed, Katie says that she wants to call the demonologist because she wants this taken care of. Mika says this thing has come into his house and fucked with his girlfriend. So he's the one who's going to take care of it. (sighs) (laughs) What? T. Hmm. I love you. (laughs) I value your opinion and what you think. Likewise, sir. Please don't try to fight a demon or think (laughs) that you can wrestle a demon. Or and if I ever think Uh 
that I could take on some kind of evil entity or whatnot. Check Remind him. me. We'll keep yeah. each other in check. <laughs> Remind me. I will I will do that because this is one of the dumbest things. It's absurd. Yeah, it's I, absurd. And the fact that Katie just sits there, she's not like, it's a fucking demon. Yeah. And you're just a guy. Yeah. It's like, what are you doing? Yes. Like, Stop already, dude. It's like, God damn. It's I, too much. Toxic masculinity. Yep. The film. Yes. <laughs> But the camera comes back up and we get the title card for night 17, October 4th, 2006, and it is 1214 a.m. As they settle into bed, Katie tells him that she's making the call tomorrow. But they, okay, <laughs> they sleep <laughs> as the clock forwards to 315 a.m. We hear footsteps and see faintly powder marks appear on the floor of the bedroom and they wake up and immediately take notice. Mika gets up and films with the light and we see that something clearly stepped through the baby powder and left prints on the floor of the bedroom and the prints are not human. Right. They no. look like, uh, honestly, they reminded me of a dinosaur. <laughs> <laughs> so they're being but haunted just... by a triceratops. <laughs> right. no. <laughs> no, they're like three pronged. Right, right. <laughs> and I will admit, I, I, know that we've we've had a lot of laughs here but <laughs> right. i legitimately think that's a very cool moment very yes. cool i yes. totally agree i i like this a lot but mika tracks the prints down the hall and finds that they came from a closet katie is horrified to find the panel i guess leading to their attic is askew mm -hmm. <laughs> she's like tell me you didn't do when the fuck did i go up in the attic oh yeah, yeah. I, messed, I messed with that earlier <laughs> sorry We've been in this house for two weeks straight. You know I never went in the attic. Look at my shirt. Yeah. <laughs> but she tells him not to go up there, and he says he's not going in. He's just going to look. Mika with mm. the semantics again. He goes up the ladder and peeks inside using the camera for light, and he scans around the attic until he finds something stuck in the insulation. She's like, do you see anything up there? He's like, nothing but asbestos. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very ill. <laughs> but he gives Katie the camera and goes back up to get what he saw. And he brings down a photograph of Katie as a child. And the edges of the photograph are burned. Right. So we know where it came from. Hey. Oh, yeah. She says that she's at their old house in the photo and that it's impossible for it to be here. And it fades to black. But later she cries as she sits in bed and looks at the photo. And of course, Mika is filming her doing this. And she asks where he found it. And he tells her that he found it in the spot over their bed. He could have just said the <laughs> attic. I don't think he needed yeah. to. <laughs> Details or not. Where you're sitting right now. Yeah, look up right there. <laughs> and, it, and, and again, if you already need more powder or whatever... She's just been personally called out yeah. yes. by this yeah. fucking demon. So yeah. what else are we needing here? Yeah. yeah. What but he what leave, more? He <laughs> leaves to go clean up the powder. Yeah. <laughs> he does. That morning, Katie makes coffee and exhausted said she doesn't know if she's gonna be able to make it to class. And I'm like, you've still been fucking going yeah. to class. Yeah, you should be failing everything yeah. right now. You're a little busy. Mika says that they need more sleep, but Katie says that what she wants is a new life. Later, Katie films as Mika shows her the footage from last night. He brightened it, and you can really see those footsteps stamping yeah. onto the floor, and it looks very cool. Pretty cool. She asks what he's going to do, and when he doesn't have an answer, she says she's calling Dr. Avery's, and they should have two weeks ago, and that's the smartest thing she well, said yeah. the whole movie. Mm -hmm. The camera comes back up with him filming Katie starting to make the call, but he stops her. 
he tells her that he's in control and she tells him that if he really thinks that he's an idiot which is like are you just coming to the realization that he's an idiot (laughs) nothing that he's done has helped anything she says that it wouldn't have left the footprints if it didn't want to it did it specifically to lead him to that photo it hears what they're saying even right now and they're completely powerless he's got a glass to the door yeah (laughs) (laughs) that motherfucker's spitting (laughs) But they fight until she begins to make the call. And when the camera comes back up, she says that Dr. Avery's is gone. And I'm like, is he dead? (laughs) What do you mean? The demon went to his house last night. (laughs) So she just called Dr. Fredericks back because she didn't know what else to do. And he'll be here tomorrow. And of course, Mika's not excited about it. It comes back up on a title card that reads night 18, October 5th, 2006. And it is 3.53 a.m. They're asleep in bed and we see a light turn on downstairs and hear footsteps ascend the stairs. Mika wakes up and starts to get out of bed and the light turns back off. And as Mika heads to the door, it slams, waking up Katie. He, of course, grabs the camera and goes to open the door, but stops when he hears banging on it. And Katie is begging him not to open it. He finally does, though, of course. Oh, yeah. And nothing's there. The light turns back on downstairs and he calls out to it, asking who's there and antagonizing it, telling it to show itself because <laughs> he, he, he hasn't done that. Yeah. They go out into the hall and their bedroom door slams shut and they hear banging on it. Mika opens the door and is like, it's just trying to scare us. <laughs> no, really? No, no. He says, oh, it's trying to scare us. Like You're he, right. He just realized I, it. I... <laughs> You're like right. laughed i was like so is he saying that to himself or is he saying that in the movie because i know you right. said a lot of it was improv yes so i wonder if he was like oh, oh shit we're supposed to be scared you're right and oh, i was like because it's the way he says it's no, he, his voice. He's like super chill yeah he's yeah. like oh it's scaring <laughs> us i get it now yeah and i was like you fucker you left that in the movie and that's funny my thing i i okay i feel like this is night 18 right this shit should have happened like night six. Yeah, because we've already started fires now. Yeah, yeah. fires. Oh yeah, Katie's dinosaur, possessed. dinosaur footprints, dinosaur feet. And the other thing to me is that again, I, I have, I've been trying to do a good job. I've done a terrible job yeah. <laughs> of not bringing up the Blair Witch Project a lot. It but begs, this, it begs comparison. This scene in particular is the banging on the tent. tent mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought the same thing. It's nearly identical. And I do want to also point out this uh, something crazy happens at night. We talk about it during the day. Something crazy happens at night. We talk about it during the day. That's the Blair Witch Project. Yeah. But I uh, continue. Listen, <laughs> and I knew we were going to get into this. And your friend, Seth is yeah. the one that asked us to do this movie. And I'm sorry, Seth, but... Yeah. I'm sorry, Seth. I'm sorry, Seth. The Blair Witch Project is superior, yeah. but... Um, <laughs> he knows that. <laughs> but back to Night 18. Katie asks for them to go downstairs because she's not going back in the bedroom. He tells her it's not going to make a difference, but she begs him to come down with her. Halfway down, they hear squeaks and moans, and Mika convinces her to come back up. She does, and they huddle on his side of the bed away from the door with the lights on. And I feel I think this is a part where they kind of look like the um, cover of Army of Darkness. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's great. But <laughs> in the morning, Mika finds Katie on the couch exhausted. He tells her she needs to sleep, but she says she's too scared and she can't be in that bedroom anymore. 
but like you can sleep on the couch. Yeah, there's. <laughs> You're on it right now. Or you could just go to one of your other seven bedrooms. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but she said she doesn't even want to be in the house anymore. And he holds her and it fades to black. Later in the kitchen, they sit eating takeout until they hear a crash upstairs. Mika grabs the camera and runs up, checking the mirror. But Katie finds that it's a framed picture of them in the hallway. It just makes me laugh because you hear a bang on mm-hmm. what sounds like a wall. Yeah. And he's like, I'll check the mirrors. Why? Well, I was yeah, like, I wonder if <laughs> I thought, I, was like, what? I, I said a crash because I thought I heard it wrong. Because oh. <laughs> he immediately went to the mirror and I'm like, okay, it must have been glass. Yeah, that's I, right. also, Like I, if you hear something, you know. Right. I heard the same banging that we've been hearing the whole movie, yeah. but yeah. it is a picture of them. And he runs over and sees that his face is scratched and it looks like something punched the glass. Yeah. Right it's like, fuck this dude. It was me. But like, right? I, like, I agree, though. Yes. But Katie is wide eyed in horror, saying that she can feel it breathing on her. We see her hair move, which is really cool. Yeah. But it immediately cuts to her running downstairs. It's immediately ruined because of yeah. that. Yeah. Because wouldn't you love... Okay, literally... I would like to sit in that for a you, second. You were very kind to say it cuts to her running downstairs because it cuts to her halfway <laughs> down the stairs. Yeah, I was like, oh, what the like, hell? I would have loved to have a moment where she screams and runs past Mika. Yeah. And he's got to like catch up with her with the camera. Yeah. Instead, it's like hair moves and she's downstairs. It, yeah. It, it's just the... The editing of it is very jarring because right. it is such a creepy moment and then uh-huh. it's gone. Like, it's just over. It's like, let's live there. Yeah. Can we sit in this for a second? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It, uh, and then again, I know it's small things or whatever, but he's like, that's bullshit. Why is it only my side of the picture? <laughs> yeah. You've How about, been talking you've shit been the talking whole shit time, For dude. the last hour. <laughs> What would you rather it hurt your girlfriend? Yeah, no shit. <laughs> like Jesus Christ. Right, take her. You want her. <laughs> Why is it mad at me? I swear to God. But after checking around upstairs again, even though she's screaming at him to come on, he joins her downstairs. He asks if this has ever happened in the daytime before, and she confirms that it's getting worse. Later, Katie paces as she waits for Dr. Fredericks and runs to the door when he rings the doorbell. (laughs) No, this is my favorite part of the whole (laughs) film. He comes in and he's like, hi, he's like super friendly until she closes the door behind them. And he stands there for a moment and he's like, the presence is just overwhelming. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Katie's... (laughs) Katie says that it has gotten worse and Dr. Fredericks is like, I don't want to be here. He literally says, I cannot help you. In fact, I've got to get out of here. (laughs) He knew shit. I I swear to echo what you said, this is the greatest moment of the whole movie. So much. I laugh so hard every time because he's like he's very, very happy to be there to help them. The second the door shuts, oh, no, yeah. this is, ooh, no, but beyond my like, pay grade. Absolutely not, no. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I like that, because yes. like you yes. said earlier, he didn't take any money from, from no. them. No. So he's here to help, and then he's like, oh, fuck oh, that. No. Yeah. It's not like he, like other movies where it was like, you know what, let's take care of this. Uh-huh. And I went to training for medieval times no, or whatever. No. This dude's like, <laughs> fuck this. Dr. No. Fredericks yeah. is a real one. No, or it's like a redemption arc where he's like i didn't think i had it in me but i performed the exorcism. Yeah, yeah no, no he's in his car <laughs> peeling out on your front right. lawn you'll be fine <laughs> but then mika's dumbass is like you can't leave us alone 
It's like you. Yeah. Oh my God. You made all this happen. Yeah. Yeah. I get your frustration, uh-huh. but you did this. Literally, if the demon won an award for this, he'd be like, I want to thank Mika for making all this <laughs> yeah. possible. <laughs> and only Mika. And only Mika. And also, you've been rude as fuck to this yeah. man. And yeah. you didn't even want him to yeah. come. So what do you mean? Don't leave us alone. Wouldn't he be like, see, I told you. Yeah. yeah. But whatever. Quack or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's not a doctor. Well, so he was a doctor. He is a doctor. Uh, yeah. But Katie tells them that they need help. And Dr. Fredericks is like, I am not the one. That yeah. <laughs> he says that him being here does more harm than good. Dr. Avery's is out of the country, which think he's alive. Yeah. Which is good. But good to know. He says he'll be back in a few days and he can help them. And Mika asks if they, if they should leave the house. And Dr. Fredericks is like, oh, that won't help. Yeah. <laughs> He, it's so funny. He does the 180 because he was a comforting yeah. presence yeah. for her specifically. But he's like, oh, you guys are fucked. Yeah. Thank you. Goodbye. You're screwed. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> he says that he will do his best to help them, but he has to leave right now. And he does just that. Which I'm like, he drove all the way out there and mm-hmm. is like, absolutely not. Yeah. And leaves. <laughs> Katie closes the door and Mika assures her that they'll just take care of it themselves. And she just walks away. Which is not the plan of action. The plan of action is let's wait a few days for Dr. Avery's to come Mm -hmm. back. Yes. But no, yeah, let's take it in her own hands. So that night, Katie is sobbing in bed. So of course, Mika puts the camera right on her. (laughs) And he holds her as she tells him she's just tired of this and she doesn't want it to be this way. It fades to black. It's like, let me line up this shot real quick. Yeah. uh, Keep crying. You're doing great, sweetie. (laughs) Just keep sobbing. Unbelievable. But the camera comes back up on a card that reads night 19, October 6, 2006, and it is 1.33 a.m. The blanket blows back on Katie's side of the bed, revealing her foot, and it fades to black and comes back up at 3.04 a.m. The hallway light turns on and then back off, on and then off, and we see a shadow move in front of their bedroom door and hear a loud breath before Katie is startled awake. Mika wakes up and she tells him that she could feel it breathing. Mika gets up to investigate but finds nothing. He hugs her and she tells him that she still feels it here and that something is wrong and then it fades to black. This, I guess now that you mentioned it, this is more low-key than should be happening right, right. now. Yeah. Like, this is just breathing. It's. Uh, I was like, bite her foot off. Yeah, like, yeah. something. <laughs> Do something. I want to see the, you know. No, but... You're telling me this is worse. <laughs> Even to me, I feel like this is less than the screech and the bang on the wall. Yeah. yeah. This is some night two shit. I'm going back. Well, and she said that even when she was a kid, it was breathing. Right. And uh-huh. whispering to her. So that's not ramping up anything. No. She saw a full bodied apparition. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but all right. The next morning, Mika films Katie sitting in bed telling him that she can feel it watching her right now and they need to figure something out now. And Mika's like, I'll do some research. What with your picture book? Which if this, <laughs> if this is something you could have researched, why would you not have done it already? <laughs> like why? Why, I don't know. Mika? Ghost, why the ghost is just chilling, lean against the wall, <laughs> Mister Burns? Excellent. Yes. It's like yeah, you keep doing that. It's like dude, learn my origin yes. story. Come on, dude. But later, they watch footage of the blanket being moved and the shadow on the door. Which I don't know if I already said. That it looks cool, but it looks cool. Oh, yeah. Later on, Mika shows Katie the research that he's done. She's done very quickly. (laughs) But a woman named Diane. Y'all remember Diane? The name on the Ouija board? 
So it did mean something because yes. it could have either meant something or, or not. Or nothing, yeah. so. uh, but a woman named Diane had the same thing happen to her in the 60s that is happening to Katie now, literally down to her house burning down. She ended up calling an exorcist. Now, I read that there's supposed to be a bunch of exorcism footage here that they cut out. And so we see a little bitty piece, but it was like a long thing that right. they took out. But Ooh. to me, let me continue. Let me continue because it feels a little disjointed. Okay. But he tells Katie that he thinks the demon left the message for them to find this woman because there's only one Diane in the world. <laughs> and Katie asked what happened to her and if she's okay. But Mika says that she tried to get rid of the demon and only ended up pissing it off more. And we see pictures of her after the exorcist came and she's unrecognizable. The exorcist just made things worse. Katie asks how she died and Mika shows footage of her looking pretty and then the footage of her looking ravaged during the exorcism process. And Katie's like, she looks or she's pretty. And Mika's like, yeah, now she is. So is she is Diane still with us <laughs> <laughs> or not? Uh, I, I don't know. Well, didn't doesn't she ask like how did she Katie die? He says how does she die, and he's like, look at this. He never. Yeah. Did she die or not? I don't know. I'm so confused. Here's the thing: is that first of all, it's super late to be busting out the lore. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we got like ten minutes left, I think. <laughs> Imagine if the Blair Witch was like, okay, Ellie Kedward, right? <laughs> like, like, wait, no, what? we've been through the whole fucking yeah. woods. So I mean, I don't know, and I don't know. I just feel like. If you're going to have this lore, and also that exorcism footage would have been really cool to see. Yeah, oh, yeah. because the little snippet that we got yeah. looked really creepy. It's like, keep doing that. Yeah. No, let's see another scene of them eating takeout. Like, yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Can we go back to the literal exorcism, please? <laughs> but I was just left feeling very confused because, as you said, it's very late to be introducing this. And how did he get, what did he Google Diane Demon? Like, what did he, yeah, how did no, he get the know, name right? Diane San and Diego. run with this? <laughs> so confused. I don't know. But he says that somehow, <laughs> I feel like, again, they're giving this demon a lot of credit because Katie's like, it showed its footprints to lead you to that picture. Yeah. But it put it in the insulation. Mm hmm. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think they were sure. Yeah. And then uh, Mika's like, it did that on the Ouija board so that we would find this to know not to fuck with it. What? So He's like, confused. no, the demon's like, you know, you want to fuck with me? Well, go ask some girl called Diane. Yeah. <laughs> See how that shit went I up for her. I her shit up. She's pretty now. But oh, yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> she's so alive, confused. I think. <laughs> I'm so confused, but... Mika says that it's gone away on its own before, so it's just not worth the risk of getting a demonologist involved. But the only evidence that he has is this seemingly, I don't know, botched exorcism that made things worse. So mm -hmm. how did the demon go away on its own when it didn't because she called an exorcist? Did it get bored? I'm yeah. so confused. <laughs> <laughs> this didn't explain anything for me. It just made less sense of what was already happening. Well, if we're putting the two films against each other, let's say the Blair Witch's lore is way <laughs> more defined <laughs> and way better. Sorry, Seth. Sorry, Seth. I hate doing this to you, my friend. I... <laughs> So later, Mika tries to come to her with ideas while she's trying to study. And I feel like this back half of the movie, they were like, oh, yeah, she's a student. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we forgot. Yeah. But she tells him to give her a break, which leads to him getting defensive. And she tells him that his camera is the problem. But he reminds her that he's not the one that brought it into the house. Yeah, that's she's the one that brought it into the house. 
So she goes upstairs and he tells her to go hang out with her friend up there while he stays down here. Because Mika's a peach. (laughs) (laughs) Was I the only one that kind of this scene just period felt odd to me? It it does because (laughs) we keep doing these. Oh, we're fighting. We're at odds. No, we're going to confront this yeah. together. No, we're fighting now. No, look, Diane. No, we're fighting again. Yeah. It, it just feels very disjointed. I think that comes with filming. Out a, of order. Yeah, out of order and not having a real script. Yeah. that. Yeah. Because it kind of felt like bad improv. A little. <laughs> oh. Oh, my friend upstairs. <laughs> yes, and. <laughs> <laughs> But later, Katie is sobbing on the floor upstairs. So, of course, Mika brings the camera (laughs) and she apologizes and he tells her that it's not her fault. She hasn't done anything wrong. So negating the shit that he just, you know, horribly said to her earlier. But whatever. Um, It comes back up on night 20, October 7th, 2006, and it is 431 a.m. We see the shadow move across the door again and immediately Katie is pulled out of bed by her foot. So I guess he was just like, oh, that's where she keeps her foot. (laughs) (laughs) See, what do they don't leave your foot hanging? (laughs) Don't do it. No. But she wakes up on the floor and screams for Mika as she's pulled out of the room and the door slams shut. He opens it and runs down the hall, grabs her and screams for it to let her go. He pulls her back into the bedroom where they hug on the floor as she sobs. And I guess we can just be grateful that he didn't bring the camera. (laughs) Although I would have liked to have seen what was going on. over. That would have been pretty cool. (laughs) (laughs) But I got to say, that was great. It was. Yeah, it was. I'm sure it was done very simply Mm -hmm. because of, you know, the budget doesn't really allow for fucking whatever. No. But that's fantastic. And I know he used a lot of in-camera effects. And you know, I love that. Yeah. Very, very cool. But later downstairs, Katie begs for them to just get in the car and go. Mika agrees, saying that they can get a hotel and they're not staying here another night. The camera comes back up and Mika asks to get a shot of her back and she pulls up her shirt to reveal a very red and angry bite mark on her back. The teeth are all out of order. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) It's not a human mouth. Yeah, one could say that. My only issue is why would she let him get this shot? Because today she's into the camera. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I don't fucking know, dude. Because are we really, I mean, is this a documentary? I guess. Who is this for? See, I think that would have... like for coin net. Yes. I think maybe if... Uh, <laughs> maybe if that was something like, uh, we, maybe uh, we should document this, babe. And you know what I mean? Stuff has been going, you know, weird stuff's been going on, whatever. Yeah. Then, you know what I mean? You'd have a little more to go with, but this yeah it's just he's just a dick for taping everything yeah not even for posterity no (laughs) but later mika comes to tell katie that he packed everything up and she's sitting on the floor in that catatonic state again now this is the point that i was talking about the wardrobe change is very (laughs) jarring uh because she had on pants and a t-shirt and now she's wearing a sweater i think and shorts and when uh, you can't be in that bedroom anymore but you'll go up there to change yeah. Yeah. for no good reason while he's packing the car it how much time has passed you, that's yeah. what i'm saying you saying that it was filmed out of order i'm like oh, okay so they th- these two scenes don't connect no because i was like what the fuck they're like no okay. one will notice yeah i noticed pod mortem noticed <laughs> <laughs> But he finds that she's clutching a wooden cross in her hand and has clutched it so hard that it cut into her and she's bleeding. 
he pries it out of her hand and cries out in anger and frustration <laughs> and pulls her up off the ground. I was waiting on somebody to say Well, something. is this when he's like, I've had it with this shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's so he bad. He's electrocuted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, it's but, not his best work. <laughs> but yeah, he says he's taking care of this right now. <laughs> and it cuts to... <laughs> I, this was so unnecessary to me, but it cuts to Mika lighting a fire in the fireplace. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even just do this for himself because he's filming it and he zooms in to show that he's burning the cross. Yes. And he goes, fuck this shit. I'm done. <laughs> this isn't about so you. you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm so confused. Are you mad at God now? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> It's just misplaced anger. I don't. He's just an edgy teen at this point. I'm so confused. I don't understand this part at all. He zooms in and's like, "Welcome to the Black Parade." (laughs) Starts quoting AFI. I don't. I I don't get it. But (laughs) Katie is upstairs laying in bed now, and Mika tells her again. (laughs) I guess he's like, "I'm gonna go burn this cross, babe." Be right back. He's like, "Oh, remember I I did." pack up the car mm-hmm. and he says it's time to go but now she says she doesn't want to go she asked him to stay with her saying that it'll just be better if they stay the camera is f- focused on her laying down as she's like begging him to just stay here with her mm-hmm. and annoyed and confused he's like i don't get this bitch at all yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he leaves the room and leaves the camera behind rolling and alone now Katie says she thinks they'll be okay now and she smiles and it fades to black. Now, John Paul, please know the difference between me <laughs> and whatever the fuck is happening because Mika's just like, what? Well, I guess we're staying now. Well, but did you hear her voice? It was demon double speak. Yeah, but that's fine. Yeah. yeah. He's like, I'll get the car ready. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck. Like, I got more yeah. crosses to burn, Katie. I, I didn't understand that. I was like, what? <laughs> so is the smiles does that mean that she's full yeah did she get possessed or what did what happened yes so she's full demon yeah but at what point well but she was holding a crucifix exactly right i guess that was her last line of defense and mika burned it so like, <laughs> he's oh, done right? <laughs> right something you did yes ruined this poor girl's <laughs> life anyway <laughs> We come back up with the card, night 21, October 8th, 2006, and it is 1.27 a.m. Katie sits up in bed. She gets out of bed and stands beside it, watching the cover slowly be pulled off of Mika. And again, it looks very cool. Agreed. She walks over to his side of the bed and stands over him this time, swaying as the time is sped up from 1.28 to 3.14. I was like, God damn. At this point, she walks out of the room and down the stairs. She starts screaming for Mika and he runs after her. But when he gets down there, he starts screaming too. Mm -hmm. We then hear thuds and everything goes silent. We hear thudding footsteps and they finally stop. And there's a moment of silence before Mika's body comes flying at the camera. He's, I guess, dead. (laughs) (laughs) Her scream is incredible. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. It's like chilling. That is great work. Yeah. But he's on the floor and we get a shot of Katie standing in the doorway and her once white tank top is soaked in blood. She takes a few steps forward, then drops down to Mika's body. 
she like smells him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then looks up at the camera. She crawls over to it and smiles. And suddenly her face morphs into like a demon-y face. Mm-hmm. And she lunges at the camera and then everything cuts to black. We get a card that reads Mika's body was discovered by police on October 11th, 2006. And Katie's whereabouts remain unknown. Maybe she lives next door to, to you. you. Yeah. <laughs> Doctor, say that. <laughs> if I may very quickly go over the alternate ending. Before you do that, can I just say I didn't like this ending? <laughs> <laughs> what? Yeah, I know. Big surprise. <laughs> I just think that the demon face lunging at the camera was a little overkill. It's a it's a bit much, but I'm trying to think in 2006, had we really seen that before? Well, it probably wasn't that played out at that point, but I feel like if we're Paramount Pictures and we have that on tape and this is supposed <laughs> to be found footage, that's a big fucking yeah. deal, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know. That was just, I think, I don't like moments in movies that are just for the audience. Right. I mean, I guess that's fair. Was she like, what's this shit? Nah. Or yeah. She's like, you've been pissing me off all fucking, because she's the demon <laughs> now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> she's Sean Penn. <laughs> but in the alternate ending, we get a card that reads night 21, October 8th, 2006. But this time it's 1159 p.m. Katie gets out of bed and stands next to it again, swaying as the time speeds up from 12 to 314 a.m. At this point, she turns around and slowly walks out of the room. She starts screaming from downstairs again, and again, Mika runs after her, and he starts screaming too until we hear a thud and then silence. We hear footsteps until Katie finally comes into the room. Her white tank top is spattered with blood, and she's holding a knife. She turns around to close the bedroom door and turns back toward the camera, which why I don't know why she closed the door. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But she walks right up to the camera and smiles as she slits her own throat and then she falls to the ground and it fades to black. It's like creepy, but the way she falls was very like high school theater to me. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of made me laugh, but... I think the idea behind that ending is much better to me. Mm -hmm. Uh Uh-huh. Because then it's like, well, maybe if we had known if Diane fucking died or not, (laughs) it would be like, that's the point. Right. He's taking your soul or whatever. Yeah. But now I don't know what the point of the demon is. Does he just like Katie? I don't know. All right. (laughs) I don't know. And if we can just very quickly talk about Oren Pelly's ending that got cut. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I guess, again, she gets out of bed or whatever, and she calls or she doesn't call him. She goes downstairs and screams. <laughs> and then Mika goes downstairs and she stabs him to death, I guess. Mm-hmm. So then she, I guess, comes back up to the bedroom and paces back and forth for two days. I like that. And w- that would be scary. It reminds me of a scene from uh, Doki Doki Literature Club. But anyway, <laughs> um, she paces back and forth for two days. And then her friend Amber, remember Amber? Right. She comes because... I guess she hasn't heard from anybody and sees demon Katie and is like, fuck this noise. I'm going with the psychic. (laughs) And she, she leaves and police show up later and Katie is still holding the knife. And I guess comes back to herself and is like, where's Mika? Like what's going on? And then the police shoot her dead and she dies. The more realistic ending. Yeah. (laughs) I think I like, she's white. Um, (laughs) (laughs) She's fine. They got her Burger King. Uh, I think I like everything about that ending, except the police showing up. Mm -hmm. But I think my favorite is her cutting her own throat. Okay. What What about about you you guys? Um, 
the kids were in the living room with me when uh-huh. I was watching this. And uh, when we watched the original ending, they were both like, wow. They were like, what the hell? Mm-hmm. But they did, and I will. And mind you, the boy turns eight tomorrow. Tomorrow, yeah. And then uh, when we're recording and this, then, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, Ari is nine. Mm-hmm. So they both, they were like, man, that's not even scary. That's like some meme stuff you see on. Oh my God. And I was like, like, but they were, and I was like, that would be terrifying if that was real. Of course it would. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, And then we watched the alternate ending. Mm -hmm. Uh, They said that one was disturbing, but it wasn't scary. They said that if you're going with scary, the first ending is what you would want. They said, but her cutting her throat is just, that's not scary. And I was like, okay, but I was like, you, I don't think you understand. You, know? <laughs> you didn't watch the whole movie yeah, you know, yeah. whatever. I feel like it boils down to, is it scarier for this demon to have come in and just taken no prisoners and right. fucked everybody up? Or is it scarier for maybe she lives next door to you? Right. My thing is, again, if we had gotten some closure right or a definitive story about what happened to diane that would really indicate what the ending should have been because if she saw diane on the thing and been like that was my my mail carrier or that yeah, was my, yeah. you know okay that's where you got the demon from right. so now katie's gonna go pass it to somebody else yeah if no the exorcism didn't work and she killed herself no it was the demon because we just saw that happen to katie right if there was some kind of cyclical meaning to what was happening. I feel like it would any of these endings would have been more satisfying if they brought that home. A hundred percent. But we don't know. I have <laughs> no idea. I agree with you though, T. I mm. like the uh, his original ending, but without the cops. Right. Yeah. And if you're going to involve the cops, then just make her like snap out of it and then arrest her. They don't need to shoot her to death. <laughs> yeah. Just arrest her then. That would that's what the demon came to do was ruin her life. She murdered and, her boyfriend. And now yeah, you're and going now, to prison. Yeah. Forever. Now you're fucked. Okay, that was your whole point, or that was what you wanted to do, mm-hmm. and you did it. Mission now, accomplished. Yeah. yeah. You can but, go back to hell. But and there, <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's it's closed. That's you know what I mean? Yeah. Go haunt somebody else or whatever. <laughs> yeah, your next but, uh target since you <laughs> love yeah. moving on. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> but yeah, I would have preferred that than either one of these. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but if I had to choose, I would probably choose the alternate ending because it it it's done. You but know without I mean? the theater fall. No, I mean, I guess, but I mean, just <laughs> if she's killing herself, it's like, okay, yeah. then I get it. You know, you killed a boyfriend. Uh-huh. Now she's dead. That was, you know what I mean? You yeah. ruined this, you you ruined this family. Yep. Yeah. Bye. You know, and I feel like it, the way the ending, the original ending would have worked or the way that they have on the DVD uh-huh. uh, is if it was a little, if it was a little quicker, I feel like the face is like really too slow. So you're <laughs> like, so that's not, Aww. yeah, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It's like it blends into the face and then it's like, hey, if it would have been like fast, yeah. then it would have been, it would, I feel like it would have probably been like, oh shit. And, you know what I mean? And yeah, you, but it's just a jump scare. And, but, but still, though, you're getting a reaction instead of being like, huh. What? But my thing is, Spielberg made them reshoot for that ending. Yeah. You didn't put any money in it? Or? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> shit. Still the goddamn bedroom and shit? Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just feel like it, it's underwhelming for me. It, right. it is. It is. But you didn't name your favorite of the three. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like none of them are completely satisfying to me because... The missing link. I just want to know what happened to Diane. And that would tell me what my ending was supposed to be. 
just at face value yeah i guess i'll agree with y'all that her taking out mika which like yeah yeah (laughs) taking out mika and then herself is really the most tragic one Mm -hmm. so that kind of makes it the most compelling but i really i just want a line about diane killing herself and yeah. then it would have been like, holy shit. Right. That's, that's the end that's of this thing. That's what you do. Yeah. yeah. And now you're going to go grab somebody else and do the same fucking thing. That is scarier to me than, bitch, I saw you at, at in a movie. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> you're not going to yeah. get me. Like, I know what you look like. <laughs> and she's trying but, to get work after this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, I we've talked about the endings for 20 yeah. minutes, but uh-huh. I have to ask. So, what did you guys think about Paranormal Activity? For me, the, I I will stay with the I don't love it, but I do like it. Same. But it's a good, like, don't think about it. Just turn it, you turn it on and watch it. Because us talking about it and you saying about how they filmed out of order mm-hmm. totally was like, oh, oh you now you it. fucked it up. Yeah, now you it's, yeah. It. I'm sorry, everyone. <laughs> but because you do, though. Yeah. Some scenes seem like they need to be a little earlier on or like they need, they're jumbled up. Yes. Don't do not do that. And I get maybe it's like, okay, something big happened one night, then something small happens another night. But it, their attitudes and the way that they act towards it doesn't, Give me that vibe. No. You give me, like you said, it's a mixed signal. And we're yeah. Backsliding. yeah. And it's like, well, what's happening here? So are are you scared or are you <laughs> just figuring this out? Or does this just start? Or has it been going on? It's like, what the fuck's going on? Well, mm-hmm. if the whole point is the more that it's antagonized, the more aggressive it's going to be. And right. Mika stays showing his ass more and more yeah, the whole yeah. movie. It should ramp up every night. It right. should get bigger every night. Instead of now, nah, I'm just gonna move the blanket a little. Yeah, yeah it's like, like didn't you move the blanket on the fucking? <laughs> You've already done this. Yeah, and the flame on the Ouija board is way scarier than a knock yeah. on the yeah. door. Yeah, like so, I I, I agree a hundred percent. Also, the weird convoluted like scavenger hunts that this demon is sending them. On. Yeah, yeah. Just, just leave the picture by the bed. <laughs> and her name's Diane. <laughs> like what the fuck? What? But I I agree with you. I think my thing is I think this film is decent. It's very good for a first try. (laughs) You know, I I mean, I know it comes later, but the lack of concrete lore really hurts this film. Mm -hmm. Because as we discussed, it makes the ending just, what? Yeah. Yeah. Is that bad? Or (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) She's going to be okay. (laughs) (laughs) But I don't hate this movie, despite the majority of what I've said. Of the bitching? Yes. (laughs) I don't hate it. And I do want to make that clear. I think this movie is a lot of fun. You, John Paul, hit the nail on the head for me and the whole don't look too closely at it. Yeah. Just enjoy it for what it is because I always have. Like I said, nothing's ever going to match the first time you see this. Oh, yeah. But I've always been like, oh, I love the first one. Yeah, I love Paranormal Activity, da 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 whatever. Mm-hmm. And then sitting here and talking about it, I'm like, now hold on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that don't make yeah. no goddamn sense. <laughs> because like, I, I, I did it. You look at it for the show and then you're having to pause it and then you're yeah. looking right. for stuff and then it's like, hold on. It's like, fuck. Stop it. That's why I said like I I never when he was like oh it's scaring us I oh never right, heard though. that You're and right, then though. when I I even re- I think I rewinded it a few times and listened to it and he did there was no fear no that wasn't fear oh, that was that's my motivation yeah that was oh, oh it's it's trying to scare us right like hey active, get yeah 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 get him over. yeah get him over. <laughs> right it's like no we're filming you right now dude yes it's oh. like, you, 
Like, like, can I do that again? It's yeah. like, no, no, we're live. Yeah. <laughs> we're live, pal. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess that brings us to ratings. <laughs> and I came to the table with a score and this hasn't happened in a while, but it's been affected by our conversation. Yeah. Really? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, this movie is fun. It's fun. I will give it that. That can't you can't take it away from yeah. me. <laughs> but yeah, there is a lot to be desired. And I like I said, I really loved these for a while. And then I remember it getting to a point where they weren't enjoyable anymore. Yeah. And I kind of stopped watching them. And watching this makes me wanna rewatch some of the sequels and see if maybe they end up fleshing it out a little right. bit more. Because I remember you, John Paul, saying that you had l really liked the ending of one of them or something. And that was after I had gotten off the Paranormal Activity <laughs> right. bus. I think it was the marked one. I think it was. Yeah. Um, I think I may go back in and, you know, really crossing my fingers and hoping for <laughs> some kind of concrete story here. Because what they have is good. Yeah. Mm -hmm. They just didn't do enough. And then, like you said about it being filmed out of order, I'm like, that explains so many of my, yeah. wait, oh, what? Yeah. Wait, that doesn't make sense. Wait, why is she not mad? What That explains all of that because mm -hmm. it's like, you don't have a script. Yeah. No. <laughs> what was it? Just, okay, now you're pissed off at him. Go. But what level of pissed? Yeah. yeah. I don't, <laughs> I, it, yeah. So like I said, I, <laughs> I'm not going to ding it too harshly because- I really did love this the first time I saw it and it it is rewatchable for me. I don't know why. Like I said, I don't know why I've watched this so many times, but I have. <laughs> um, oh my God. And just Mika is just the worst fucking. But anyway. Good Lord. Um, I'll take off half a point for the, I guess, kind of exposure of seeing how the glue is made. Like, <laughs> I'm like, mm, it hurts. But so I guess. On a scale from one to ten, baby powder footprints. <laughs> I'm gonna give Paranormal Activity seven out of ten baby powder footprints. Man, I this might be some paranormal activity <laughs> <laughs> because before you said that, I thought the same thing. I really? was like, I'm gonna take half a point off. That's for, crazy. For that, it it got hurt yeah, for me yeah. through the course of the discussion. I'll jump straight to my rating and then I'll explain why. Okay. Because that, like, straight up, I'm going to give Paranormal Activity out of 10 baby powder footprints, seven. Hmm. I'm surprised. Baby powder footprints. <laughs> and, I, and I did. I was like, you know what? I was like, this movie's a 7.5. I'm like, you That's said, I'm, what having, I thought. I'm having fun. Mm -hmm. I was like, it, 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 and I know it's not scary, but. It, if you're just watching it, like mindlessly watching it, and then you're kind of like, oh shit, there is that little in the back of your head, was something fucking watching you? Yeah. Oh, you know what? I woke up at three in the morning last yes. week. I wonder if, the, you know what I mean? You, It's still kind of, for me anyway, it still kind of gives you, you know what I mean? Like you, it sticks with you. Right. So I'm, I'm not going to uh, go too low with it because it does. And mm -hmm. I, I do enjoy watching the movie. And like your sister said, a why I don't know. And that's the thing. Yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> what the hell's going on? Yeah. Is the demon in me? I'm, I'm so confused. I fucking hope not. I respect and love the both of you. Oh, here we go. <laughs> but I, I cannot go that high. I honestly, my thing is, I feel like paranormal activity. It's so funny to me because 
anytime I've ever talked about this movie in my life, right? Usually it's I love it, mm-hmm. I hate it, mm-hmm. and it's almost Blair Witch status with the polarizing yeah. nature of the film. That's why it's so weird for me because I think that this film is aggressively okay. Let me ask you though, did you think that the first time you saw it as well? I didn't feel the hype of it. Okay. After I'd watched it the first time, I was like, I got sold a fucking, you know, I you know, <laughs> the scariest movie ever made. Yeah, but and you know, and so I felt a little disappointed, but I definitely liked it more back then. Right. I like it less now the more we kind of peel back the layers. I'm telling you, man, this show pod mortem it ruins (laughs) well let me let me say it's been the best and the worst thing that's (laughs) ever happened to how i watch movies yeah no i'll agree with that 100 but and even with that opinion on this film i can't get over how inspiring the story is Mm -hmm. even if it took a turn with the marketing later the idea of this guy being like i want to make a movie making a movie and it's one of the biggest smash hits of yeah. all time yeah that's pretty fucking admirable and the fact that it's in the horror genre yeah. fantastic yeah. oh yeah but i'm telling you man we've gone a lot it, it to me i think that a lot of it kind of gets a little tedious there's a lot of scenes that could be cut i feel like some are there simply so they can make the theatrical runtime i i feel oh, that yeah. i i agree you know, with that um i think katie does a great job I, what about Mika? Well, Katie, <laughs> Katie's fantastic. Uh, I I want to see her in more things. Yeah. I want her to get more work. I know she's been in more stuff, but this is the only thing I've ever seen her in, yeah. this franchise. Yeah. So, I mean, I've I, never seen her in anything else. She's great. Yeah. It makes me feel like it's not the same level because Heather Donahue. No, yeah, that's a whole other. But I feel like, you know, maybe there's a stigma of using your real name in a horror film or something. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But I get get these women some great work if mm-hmm. they so choose to have it. But I digress. I've said enough. On a scale from one to 10 baby powder footprints, keeping in with my okay, I'm going to have to give Paranormal Activity five out of 10 baby powder footprints. I saw it coming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I totally, I get it. Uh-huh. Like, I get it. Because like... Like I said, the kids were like, this isn't scary. And I mean, really, you could. You could sit there and just be like, nothing's yeah. happening. <laughs> yeah. See, you know, that's I love a slow burn. That's right. what bothers me, me about this. But that's the thing is a slow burn ramps up. Yeah. And this yeah. doesn't really ramp up. It's like a roller coaster. Yeah. Right. No, yeah. And I want to get off. <laughs> <laughs> well, you gave it five baby powder footprints and they have three toes. So you really gave it 15. Oh, shit. Uh. <laughs> like you loved this film. Greatest film ever made. <laughs> well, that's all from us at Podmortem. What would you rate Paranormal Activity and what should we watch next? Let us know on Twitter at the Podmortem. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and like us on Facebook. Be sure to follow each of us on Twitter at Blood and Smoke, at RealStreeter84 and at TravisMWH. Please consider pledging to our Patreon and stay tuned until after the music for a special shout out to our Wendigo Getter patrons. And remember, there's no shame in admitting when you've been beaten. Sometimes it's best to just leave it to the professionals. Until next time. Thank you for staying tuned for a special shout out to our Wendigo Getter patrons. Yeah, we are paranormal. Yeah. Backtivity. Oh, my God. (laughs) Thank you all. (laughs) A special thank you to Chris Ontiveros, Kristen Lofton, Megan Martinez, Kimberly Bass, 
Melanie Van Huesden, Sophie Hodson, Anthony Jerome M., Jordan Nash, Kent and Allison Morton, Guy54, Lala Thomas, Travis and Nisa Hunter, Miguel Myers ATX, Mandy, Jennifer Perez, Pepperoni Pierre, Jacob Tyler, Carissa, TJ Bronson, Gabrielle Trevino, and Spooky Mom. Thank you all so much. Thank you. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. Means so much. Yes, all we can say is that we appreciate you not ghosting us like Dr. Frederick. (laughs) (laughs) He got the fuck out of there. Absolutely not. He's gone. (laughs) Until next time.